Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. October 11th, 1931. Los Angeles. A conflagration of biblical proportions incinerates nearly everything and everyone inside what was once the City of Angels' most celebrated medical facility, the Vatican Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane. But the secret this inferno burned free was far more frightening than any picture Hollywood could produce. Boogeyman bullshit. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Greetings and welcome to Film Sack. Welcome to the final. Uh, Halloween episode. This is our oh, last October, no. guys. Sorry, sorry. I don't. Mean, I hate to bring I mean, it to you. Boo. I know. Boo. Oh, boo. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it is uh, film sack, of course. Mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Mankind. Minkind. Kunkan. Kunting. <laughs> Mintkind. Uh, Mintkind. There you go. Uh, this is episode five hundred and seventy-four. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Get that mustache any lower and thinner, and you'll get sued by John Waters Dunaway. Oh, does it tickle? Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we check yes to that HBO Max October Evite and party like it's 1999. So watching horror as we put on our shocked faces and convulse to the sweet dreams of Marilyn Manson and the horrors up on the hill, which is actually a cliff, and make our way to the house <laughs> up on it, which is actually a 1930s hospital for the criminally insane and is the thing that is haunted, not the hill cliff. Uh, you know, whatever. And where are the bedrooms? They can't just put a dining room table in the entrance of a facility and call it a house. Where are we going to sleep? One of those shock tables? I don't think so. <laughs> Not even for a million dollars made out to cash. <laughs> Man, we haven't even met up with Chris Catan yet, and I'm already ha- I got already got trust issues with this movie. Already got the trust issues. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is Marilyn Manson's name? Is it? Is it even? Is it like an amalgamation of blonde bombshell and cult leader from the 1960s? <laughs> no, let, me, let me let me look it up. Brian. His name is F and Brian. Oh. Everything's a lie. Oh, man. Anywho, why'd you say that name? I was adopted. <laughs> now let me out, you weirdly specific homicidal evil entity shaped like a floating Rorschach test. 
Oh, is that a vagina? No, it's just Chris Kattan. Randy, <laughs> check, please. <laughs> uh, XSNL guy shaped like a vagina. Is that the, our new, that's our new trope? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Stupid Chris Kattan. Nicely done. Like <laughs> also with us, uh, Randy Tay Diggs. Yeah, digs your butt. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Yeah. <clears throat> Randy. October 29th, 2022, Los Angeles. Uh, but not really, more like <clears throat> Orange County, the home of mega churches and amusement parks that you can visit on the same day. But will you? No, you won't, because we shredded the guest list that had your name on it. Sweet dreams are made of these. That's right, I said it. These. Now, let's get on to the point. What was the point? <laughs> no idea. But damn it, three rules. Number one, when you stay put until dawn in a seemingly safe room, when you could wander around and put yourself in harm's way. Mm. It's especially important that you go downstairs. Number two. Oh. When you get separated from the others, don't retrace your steps. Keep going. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. See that vat filled with blood? Dive right in. Number three. Ooh. Guns. Bring your guns. If anyone gets startled or offended, having multiple handguns around will make everything work out just fine. <laughs> this is so true. The truth of what you said is striking. Uh, See, I'm in little coffins. With with us, finally, Brian, whatever you do, don't put your hands in the inexplicably large blood pipe ibit. Oh, please don't. Uh, Hey, thanks for coming to my amusement park, Lisa Loeb, and I'm glad you're here because I'm going to be making a big announcement. What's that? You say I only hear what I want to? Okay, whatever. Uh, And now for my announcement, I'm going to be bringing five lucky people pulled seemingly at random to visit my home. And whoever makes it through the night will receive riches beyond their wildest imagination. Huh, it reminds me of something, but I just can't put my finger on it. Anyway, step into my great glass-bottomed elevator, and I'll show you to the top of the roller coaster. Going up. As we rise, your ears may be popping. (laughs) At about 200 feet, we'll be topping. (laughs) First we're rising, now we're stopping. Do you hear horses clip-clopping? No, it's the sound of cables popping, and our elevator is dropping. And even though your cameraman is hopping off the floor, his brains, they'll soon be mopping. Because onto the ground will soon be plopping since it doesn't show any signs that it is stop. Oh, okay, we're here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and if you'll excuse me, I'm going to take this helicopter to my home so I can greet the five strangers. Boy, I sure wish I could figure out what other movie this all reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. Ah, back home. Like the interstitial there. And just in time, come in attractive blonde lady with the pouty lips. And, oh, other attractive blonde lady with the pouty lips. I'm not sure how I'm going to tell you apart. Uh, black guy, nerdy businessman, and butler. All right. Makes me feel like singing. Come with me and you'll be in a former house of incarceration. Take a look and you'll see rooms of isolation. (laughs) We'll begin with a spin and a possible decapitation. What we'll see will warrant further investigation. If you want to earn a million bucks, stay alive all night and have that. Maybe get yourself a baseball bat. 
Say, weren't one of you blondes in Mortal Kombat? (laughs) Anyway, tonight you'll stay among the halls of brutal mutilation. The cash will be all tax-free, and none of it will be PG. (laughs) Well, I see what Ibit did all week. Yeah. (laughs) Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Um, That's Film Sack. That was a collection. Welcome to my Bohemian Rhapsody, folks. That's it. That's all you're wow, going to get. That, that was, was amazing. Great. That was Jeez. great. I mean, the, the passion you put in that makes me think that maybe you're not working the job that you should be working. Maybe you need to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, you should be a lyric skipped, jingle guy. Skip driving Lyft all week this week just to write that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you should do jingles for like the commercial industry or something. Yeah. <laughs> something maybe for some Jimmy Walker maybe yes, or something. But they'll all be plays on existing jingles. They'll just be, you know, yeah, yeah. Yankovic guys uh, versions. Oh. <laughs> That's it. You're the weird owl of uh, of the film sack. Uh, finally. There we go. Oh, I don't oh, mean to do this at the very beginning of the show, but has anybody else, has anybody seen that? Because I haven't seen it. The, the weird Al thing with like uh, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe is it out yet? I didn't. I've seen the trailers. Yeah, I, but I thought it, it was out yet? it was out in like a month. I thought it was. <sighs> no, I, I just read an yet. early review. I may have read an early review. Maybe that's what it was. So I thought it was oh, out. I guess it's no, not. it's playing at a theater near me. Is so. it really? Oh, look yeah. at that! Oh, not doing stuff. Look at that! I'm just looking. Weird. Real quick. Let's see. Yeah, yeah that's I guess what it's called. <laughs> yeah, you gotcha. Oh, Did it's it? only playing at the Alamo Draft House. That's the only theater near me. It's playing at. Oh, here it is. That makes sense. Yeah, it's at ninety three freaking percent. Yeah, I believe. Wow. It. I mean, that's a that's insane, and it's it's People freaking love Harry Al Potter. They love Daniel and, Radcliffe, and you understand, yeah, yeah. right, Scott? That it's it's fiction. It's no, no, a, I get it. I mean, it's, okay, I, right. I get it. It's it's a bit like the uh, the Howard Stern thing, except maybe even more so into the much more so. Is it yeah. okay? All right. Yeah, yeah the Howard Stern thing was a, I mean, just a retelling a, with him. Right. It was a, it was Howard Stern making his, his own story about his own life. Right. Yeah. This, this is, uh, right. this is very fictional. Well, they have me, they had me at, uh, I mean, I look, I like Daniel Radcliffe, Evan Rachel Wood. I like Rain Wilson, but where they really got me was Thomas Lennon from uh, Reno 911. Right. Shorty shorts. <laughs> Freaking love that guy. I could watch him sure. do anything. So, all right. Anyway, sorry. Our movie this week. It's- Yes. Is uh, a very bad uh, remake of a 1959 film, which is another bad, bad movie. But kind go ahead, of yes, go also bad. Also, I should mention the House on Haunted Hill 1959 is available for anyone to watch and is out of copyright. They let it lapse. Yeah. So I mean, it's public not, domain. It's not bad. It, if you like Vincent Price movies, now I love House on Haunted Hill from 1959. The old one, the uh, yeah, the old yeah, one. Yeah, but it's bad. But, uh, but it's bad. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just what it is. It's it's a, a William Castle film that uh, primarily exists on the idea of just you know a man mortgages his house every time he goes to make a movie and go and come up with a lot of cool gimmicks. Yeah, so, yeah, that is what it is, and it's okay. Um, I've it's I've good. seen it recently. Actually, I don't even remember what my context was, but I saw it on you. Oh, I know what it was. Sometimes when I edit after the morning show, I'll play something in the background, and this is one yeah. of them. And it's out of copyright, so anybody can get it. It's on YouTube. Um, but what we watched was the 1999 sort of remake, I guess, of right. House yeah. of Haunt- on Haunted Hill. Yeah, and of, um, yeah. what's funny is I'll just say this early: the the the, the template is almost the same. Um, the, you know, this one's R. It's got swears and more blood and junk like that. It's a modern film uh, compared to the 59 one. But this the basic template of who double crosses who the wife yeah. being dead for a minute and then getting a shot that brings her back. Uh-huh. That all happened in that original. I just want to, I want to say off the top, I really enjoyed this movie 
except it was so burdened by extra unnecessary exposition. Mm. If you had just given me the basic haunting survival killings story, right? Mm. The basics of a horror film. Mm. I would have, yeah. I would have they- said, this is one of the best <laughs> I've ever seen, but it got, it got burdened by, you know, Jeffrey Rush being a, a, a mogul <laughs> of a theme park and all the, you know, stuff that the trappings of horror films that it, it just went out and found and put everywhere. Yeah. Named know? Stephen Price, by the way, named, uh, named after uh, Vincent Price, the character Stephen Price. Right, right. right. Um, right. So, look, it, I agree with you, but I also feel like there was a part of the late 90s where everything felt like this and Ghost Ship and um, yes. the other one. Yeah. And a good reason, because also, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ghost All- Ship, also a William Castle redo, and uh, from our friends Dark Castle, the you know Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, and, uh, and Gilbert Adler. Yeah, which uh, is just a little more, a little too fanciful for horror for me. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. something about it where it's oh. just like everyone grins a lot and there's kind of a is this a comedy oh no i guess there's still a horror movie like it's too goofy yeah. for my taste anymore and i don't know if something something probably changed in me it, but. it felt very all of these films during this time where we're like the, the, that's what the whole reason they they put dark castle together the entertainment uh company was to originally they were just going to make uh uh castle films uh william castle films yeah. and so yeah they it's it's a weird it's a weird flavor isn't it yeah it's, uh it's, it's weird, and I think it probably odd. it probably worked for a bunch of people at the time. I know, I, I just, I don't know. Everything felt like hackers. This is the only way I can explain this. And I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a good Something comparison. Something about a 90s, there's a 90s thing that happened in some movies, not all, that felt, everything felt like hackers. And this felt like hackers to me. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're, we're involved in a lot of, uh, there's, there's just not enough of show. Instead, there's a lot of tell, especially when it comes to, character's importance and i had a lot of trouble with that because even even after they went through the whole breakdown it's like the five guests were these people one of them uh identity theft and one was adopted and they can make it out but then there's five other people one of them's in on a on a you know a a twist and the other ones uh, maybe were part of this the the whole thing is whose 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 child is this i don't even know anymore exactly it's so easy to say whatever you know now exactly now i let let me just show me the gore show me the intricate ways that you're going to make people die which my god if they're going to come up with intricate ways to make people die, i sure wish they would have used them because all we saw were aftermarket like oh look there's the yeah. second blonde lady's uh decapitated body parts was, on a board it was board. almost the opposite of a slasher film because you yeah. didn't generally see very much of the actual killing you just right. saw the aftermath which was just as gory as the killing you just didn't so, get to see it. So they spend all this time telling us about stuff that they don't need to and not yeah. showing us the stuff that they could easily show yeah. us. Yeah. Other yeah. than the CGI yeah. weirdly symmetrical blob that would oh, eat people yeah. up, killing people, yeah. you didn't actually I witness any. That you didn't witness any yeah. killings. There oh, it looked no, great. The the darkness. That brilliant. Was, that it was kind of brilliant that it was, yeah, everything was like supposed was, to be a psychological thriller. They went with the, the Rorschach test. I know, look right. It, it would have looked a lot better and, if it wasn't Wes Anderson's uh, symmetrical. Yeah, it just right, looks, right. it looks real, I don't know, it looked real low end rent. CD it was unique. Me, but, no, I, look, yeah. I will give him this. Out of out of the many monsters I've seen in film, this is one I won't forget. It's uh, it's weird. It is a it's little weird, but okay. Weird. But but again, 
so they all those who got sucked into that that's their demise but other than that there's no other deaths in this movie that you get to witness you just see the aftermath you see the the doctor with his head cut off you see her like you said in the closet like all of these deaths we see a pretty gnarly stabbing yeah uh, yeah. but he doesn't die in the stabbing um and they or did he did he die? Yeah, see, I can't remember no, the stabbing. Yes, that's uh, what, what the the doctor. He gets stabbed. Yeah, pretty, that, uh, yeah, he dies right then. Did the he? Because outside, outsider. I thought he got sucked into the thing. And I then don't he was think so talking. because I don't think no. he was. He wasn't no. part of the five. Fonda right? Jansen beheads him and hangs his head on a door. That's right. Because his eyes. No, not the doctor. The no, 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 not him. I'm talking about Jeffrey Rush's character. When, oh, uh, uh, oh, maybe I'm just conflating how she. You're, okay, never mind. I take it all back. She stabs the crap right. out of him. Yep, I, th- yeah. I was thinking she did and that to I him. Com- she shot him. I compare, him. I compare that stabbing with the rest uh, to all the twists in this movie because I was thinking about. It. I was like, you know what? If I got stabbed in the stomach and they twist the knife, I'd be like, oh, I'm fo- all focused on this one twist, and it would be the most excruciatingly beautiful, painful thing. But when you when you got like five knives stuck in you and they're all twisting at once, it's just like, oh, this just sucks. And that's kind of how this twist in this movie is. It's just like there's so many twists going on. It's just like, oh, this just sucks. I can't focus on any one cool twist. Right. Like, I'm adopted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's been exactly a really right. Cool when, twist. <laughs> when we say something's too clever by half. It, we really just mean like just take some of this out like i, I wish somebody before filming this movie had looked yeah. at the script and said okay we don't need to explain how the house used the internet to invite everybody <laughs> to this to party out the evite you don't need to explain that <laughs> i'm great i'm better off if you don't explain yeah. to me how that happened yeah. they're, they're looking to kick this thing off again so they're going to look at another make uh terry castle uh daughter of william castle is is they're looking at doing another house on a haunted hill another remake well, she was a producer so, on this uh, one so she's obviously excited about producer, the yeah, yeah yeah so what's what's going to happen here are we going to we are we going to just do it all over again no in the right look in the right hands I'd, I'd, I'd watch this I'd, I'd see mike flanagan's take on this i would watch yeah. uh boy just well, about Bloom, any modern horror person will Bloomhouse finally get involved because they've been <laughs> they've been discussing with dark castle maybe maybe uh, the a24 people involved. like i don't know like, yeah the 24 get yeah. some get some good horror going and uh yeah I'll, i'd come back for a good a good version of this i just think this is I don't know. This is rough for me. It's it's just too. I think maybe just too popcorny or whatever. We haven't mentioned the entire cast. You got Jeffrey Rush, Fam- Famke Jansen. I am for you, Oruk of old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, also just before Jean the Gray. Jean Grey thing, like she'd only been Xenia on a top and uh, oh yeah, that's uh, right. faculty at this point. That's, that's right. right. And then the Star Trek yeah. uh, shot, one shot she did. Um, oh, right. yeah. But she she's so yeah she's about to be gene gray in what two years i guess a one or was it 2000 i think or 2000 yeah, yeah so pretty close to that yeah. tay diggs who's still ridiculously too handsome for anything he's in <laughs> yeah. uh peter gallagher as the doctor ali larder as blonde number one uh krista Catan, blonde number two brigitte wilson sampras who who played uh what's her beak in uh, mortal Kombat, as randy mentioned or someone Sonic mentioned. Blade. and yeah. uh whenever i think of bridget bridget wilson i always think of last action hero she was the right the yeah. grown okay. yeah. daughter in last yeah. action hero oh i forgot she was in that okay yeah. fair yeah. enough matt's matt uh max perlich who you've seen in perlich. a billion things and you know him yeah. but hanging out with lisa Loeb. is that what, no what, what no no, no. that you know who that was you that was spike best we know him best from uh, like Ferris Bueller. He was uh, yes. uh, one of the other teenagers uh, at the school that you see quite a bit. Oh, Max Perlick, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we've Perlick, seen him, yes. we've seen him in three movies, all bit roles. He was in Can't Buy Me Love. He was in Cliffhanger, and he was in Maverick. 
Now, when oh, he gotcha. was faceless guy, right? That's he yes. was. Yeah. Okay. He was, <laughs> was just yeah. the teeth, the very bottom of yeah. his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, another great. killing we didn't get to witness. So that was right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James, cool James Marsters, who is in the elevator with uh, Lisa Loeb, is uh, yes. famously played Spike on uh, the, the Buffy the Vampire Buffy. Slayer show. Yeah. Oh, and I couldn't tell at first because he wasn't blonde here or all white haired yeah. like he is in the vampire <laughs> thing. But. That's a weird thing. I do thing. like how he does oh. the thing that, you know, the the myth that, oh, all I have to do is jump up and down in a falling elevator. He started right time. away, which yeah. made me just laugh so much. <laughs> Jumping up and down all the way down. Yeah. yeah. And then a bit part by Peter Graves. So there was that. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they loved the we fact that over. Made- we skipped over Jeffrey Combs, who is the American Andy Serkis. Oh, right. Um, I forgot to mention he, him. Yeah. Uh, like, he's just, he. you only see him. You used to, like. You know what I mean? He doesn't like have a bunch of lines or anything. He's right. just the terrifying surgeon from the past. Yeah. Right. The reason the, the hill is haunted, basically. Yeah. Basically. Another, <laughs> I mean, not to jump ahead, but he's another Cliff. major Star Trek connection, which we'll get to <laughs> oh, geez, later. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I love him. He also did the voice when he was in the, um, in the blob and saying, we, we, your turn to enter, whatever. That was, that was Jeffrey Combs talking, which is yeah. cool. Oh, is right. that who that was? I yeah. couldn't never tell. It was always like, who, who's, who's that now in the yeah. smoke? Again? That was him. That was the doctor. And he's cool. So I, I, like I want to get right to this important question, which is who was your favorite thing in the movie? Because for me, it is 100% Chris Kattan. I am all over this movie because Chris Kattan is acting his heart out. He's so <laughs> he perfect is. for it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is like right after uh, uh, Roxbury and his time on yeah. SNL and Mango and all that stuff. And um, he he gets to play the kind of the juiciest role that you want to play in one of these movies, which is the pissed off skeptic. Uh, just I just want my money. Let me out of here. I don't yeah. care. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not here to play. Um, also he knows he knows all of what's gonna yeah, happen right. because he's kind of witnessed it in the past he hasn't he hasn't suffered it he hasn't suffered it but he's definitely seen the possibilities i'm and getting confused go ahead it just made me very interested <laughs> in the character go ahead what are you i'm, I'm, I'm getting confused because pritchett is in the 59 one as well as this one and in 59 i think he says that he's he's barely survived a night yeah there before yeah. did they did they put that in here i just it's um it's so, well his uh, okay so his deal in the old movie that this character is almost the same well the one thing that is absolutely the same is he's constantly drinking this is one thing right. about the old 59 yes character. and he's so good at the beginning of the other one too because it gets like a little narration too I think yeah much better so. yeah he's kind of oh, like your huh. see see it through my eyes kind of character in that yeah, one but yeah. he the um my, yeah. my memory is the big difference between 59 and the 99 ones is that the this goes this one decides to go hey it is all supernatural in the end in the end there is all this yeah, magical yeah, bullshit yeah. the original was just a conspiracy <laughs> where i think the local sheriff police guy was the one killing everybody or something like there was some there was there was an acid pit or something in there and then there was like vincent price had like a skeleton on levers and pulleys because there was still that whole rub of trying to you know kill your wife or right. or, or whatever yeah uh but yeah but it in the end weird. it was just a conspiracy and it wasn't really haunted yeah. and this one they're like no we're gonna go all the way we're gonna make this everything's truly haunted and everyone's gonna die except for this one couple who you and know. you just happened to set up a bunch of fakery on top of the haunting like that. Right. It was just too much. I, I like I wanted to really enjoy the crazy War of the Roses relationship between yes. Tomka Jansen yes. and Jeffrey Rush. And the movie never allowed me to. 
Yeah. Because it was so busy saying, what's happening over here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. These people are the same five people here. Let's read their names off. We don't remember the names of any other people. Let's read them <laughs> off real quick. And then that's that person. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I don't know. You called it exposition. I guess it is. But it just it just felt. I don't know. I've been watching too many good horror movies. So this yeah. just all felt bad. That's me. the problem, right? Like you watch something that's really good before or right after this. I made the mistake of watching the original Halloween right after this. Mm. Oh, nice. And it's like, oh man, you know, the they know how to create suspense and fear. And there's this this scene that I've seen a million times before seeing the movie the full way through, because I've never seen it before, where Mike Myers' face comes out of the shadow in a closet right next to Jamie Lee Curtis. And it's very slow. And it's one of these things where you think you see it before you actually are sure you see it. And it's such a great effect none of that like like you know yeah. suspense mm-hmm. give us suspense. some suspense on give the hill on the haunted cliff yeah the haunted cliff the hospital <laughs> on the haunted cliff you know yes that's Boy, the other yeah, thing can we stop with the haunt hill and house combination oh, yeah <laughs> because, that was the that was the whole that was the whole deal though we, didn't we watch the other one the oh i always get them confused because they're so right. weird well but, there was but, the, the, the flanagan the book, thing is the the hill on no, the, the one, haunting of hill it, house haunting, haunting of hill house, house which must be some kind of re- re- reference oh, right? yes. must well be. it's yes. it's that book was popular the same year that the original uh was was made so there was a, there was a or book was being written what was the book right. called yeah the book yeah the haunting, the, oh my god the haunting of hill house yes. is an old horror novel from oh like i didn't that. know that and then the it was 50s. a movie but then yeah. there was one that we watched that had that was, uh, the that only was thing i can remember the audio clip was uh, that. This is that my one, one, house. Shit. Oh shit! No, shit, <laughs> shit! <laughs> I can't remember what movie that was. No, was this is my house. Was uh, oh, Troll Two? Remember? Was it Troll Two? Oh my god! No, no, Troll Two. Goblin backwards. I'm gonna find uh, this shit because it's great. It's a weird shit. Yeah. Uh, is this it? Okay. Sorry, you're gonna have to deal with a bunch of shits. Here we go. The shitter. No. Nope. Shit. No. No. Shit. Shit. Shit, kitten. Shit! Shit! Pig shit. Piece of shit! Hello. Scheiße! That's a shit name. Hold the bullshit! Shit! That's it. There it is. There it is. 2016. Shit. (laughs) So now we just look at the date and we go back to film so I can figure out what movie we watched in 2016. We're like, this is serious, like uh, some sleuthing going on here. I like this. Let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to do this. Oh, I found, by the way, so I, sorry, this is mostly for you and not for listeners. Sorry, listeners, but. Maybe I'll include this in the post for the patrons. Uh, this is a gif I made at the time that I watched the price one, and that's him controlling, a remote yes, controlling yes, a skeleton. skeleton. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, He's it's just really turning bad. a wheel and nothing is ever happening. And, it's really And bad. if you was at the theater when this was being shown, this is pretty close to when the Emergo comes out, the skeleton. Uh, Castle liked to do gimmicks with mm-hmm, his films. Mm-hmm. And so he had like a skeleton that would hide in the dark and then it would come flying over the audience. At the appropriate time, I saw <laughs> I saw a deal. movie at the Alamo Draft House a long, long time ago where it was a it was a you know Halloween movie and they had a uh, rigging across yes. the screen. It was right above it, and so they could wheel skeletons and ghosts and stuff <laughs> back and forth right in front of you across the screen, mm-hmm. and that's just fun. I love fun in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I do too. Nothing I miss that because I don't I go do anymore. Too. Nothing scares me more than if you really want to get me. All I got to do is get some uh, like some compressed air under a chair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just like mm-hmm. like blow that thing like at the yeah. appropriate moment and you're going to I'm going to lose my shit. Yep. Right there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's because you know why Because they trained us for that when we'd go to local you know theme parks or fairs or right. whatever and they'd have something yeah. scary. There was always compressed yes. air going on. 
yeah. yeah like just those uh the 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 fun houses or the haunted houses be and yeah you, you know. yeah <laughs> Such a cheap, stupid idea, right? It really like, is. It worked. It's also really cat jump in cat's eye a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Look, I tried to recreate that while I was watching this on HBO Max this week, House on Haunted Hill, but it just, just didn't didn't work. Well, <laughs> the uh, I tried, director. I like poured ketchup all over myself when she during the scene where she's digging through the blood. And oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. that was good looking blood though. I give him that. Blood looked real to me. Yeah, you know, this is we're ninety nine. We we've gotten better at the combo of whatever things you're using to make blood, and it looked good. Right, it was all right, sticky enough and fluid it was sticky enough. enough. It was caro syrupy enough. <laughs> yeah, I nice and it. dark. You need it dark, you know. Can't be yeah. can't be that weird uh, jam red they always did back if, in the eighties. If you yeah. basically take the script away. I okay. really, I really like this movie. You're like, you're reminding me of how, like, from the very first shot, the very first shot is of a uh, admittedly painted uh, building on a cliff on the ocean, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And yes. it's good. It's a good painting. It's not. You don't look at that and go, "Oh, that's fake." Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It it really looks like an actual building that exists. Yeah. And then uh, from there, like they they use things really cleverly. Like they use all the entrances to the Griffith Observatory as though they are the entrances to this uh, haunted house, this, this tower mansion. It's a, it's a tower. It's not a house, right? No, it was never a right. house. I don't get it. I yeah. know you can convert things into homes, they, right? I get that, yeah. but that's yeah. stupid. They, that's stupid. They said they converted it at some point in time in the movie. I don't remember where I heard it at, or maybe I just made it up, but the only thing they converted was the four where you, where you walk in and there's a big table. Cause I never saw once I never saw I'm um, going. She said she was going to her room, but I never saw anything about her room. I don't remember seeing a bed. I remember she said she was going to her room with her gun. I'm like, I need to see some, I need to see some homie pictures. There were no you rooms. Know? Yeah. There was, <laughs> you were totally right about that in your intro. There were zero rooms in this place and it, you know, yeah, there were rooms, but they didn't, there, and there were torture rooms, rooms. Yeah. rooms you wouldn't want to visit. Yeah. And apparently a skylight, uh, mezz- mezzanine thing that was made never out of bullshit. Explained, never right. explained why exactly. it exploded. It's, yeah, who it was supposed? I mean, to was be that for? supposed to be? Was that supposed to be a scare tactic, or was that the ghost doing shit House, in the beginning? I don't, I, know. I don't know. Okay, which room? The the very the, when first the, when place. the ceiling the the broke foyer. down. The art, yeah, oh. the art that they were admiring. Well, the, the glass ceiling. They're finished explaining. Oh yeah, the original uh, guy put that in there, and that's really cool. Welcome to set up and no payoff. Apparently a part of that uh, stained glass was like a glass, huge glass spear that falls into the table next to Fomka Jansen's face. Like that couldn't have come from a normal glass window. Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. Now you you can make glass uh, mosaics with like, you know, you you have like a welding between glasses so you can make large pieces of glass and you fill them together. So I, but I couldn't see it close enough. There was no no explanation for anything. Yeah. yeah. Is she our our only Bond girl in here, by the way? I think she is, right? The only Bond girl. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Definitely. Definitely. Is that the last time we saw her (laughs) was on uh, Goldeneye? Chris Catan's a Bond girl. Yeah, he's Bond girl. (laughs) So I love that idea. I want Chris Kattan to be a Bond girl now. Thanks, Dunaway. <laughs> You're welcome. So Thanks you tell lot. me, Scott, we've we've seen her in three previous things. She was in The Faculty. The faculty, yeah. She was in Rounders and oh, GoldenEye. And GoldenEye, is that it? Is that what we've done? I think so. Yeah, pretty good. We haven't no, done an X-Men Not bad. Movie. That's, a, that's, a, that's a reasonable <laughs> resume. Yeah. I like her. I like her a lot. And uh, I think she's really interesting in movies. She's very good looking. Um, she's uh, What always strikes me as odd is she's... She's she stays young for a long time. She's working here at about age thirty two or something. Um, she's now fifty six or seven. I mean, she's you know she's older than us. Right. 
And you know who else is good looking? Peter she, Gallagher. She just looks yeah. great. Uh, Peter Gallagher, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He looks a little bit like a scone, you know? <laughs> a little bit of like this a little bit of a crusty old scone. Uh, I want you to know this is our very first Peter Gallagher movie and oh, really? our wow. very first Jeffrey Rush Inlet. movie. We've never sacked him. Oh, well, oh yeah, because usually he's in good stuff like Shine. And, <laughs> and, and, did we not do the first Pirates of the Caribbean? We didn't do that, did we? Correct. We have uh, not no, yet no. watched any. Oh, we haven't watched any Pirates. Yeah. Totally right. Dang it. I thought for sure we'd we would talk about him and other film sack things, but you're totally right. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, I mean, yeah. always good. I'd love him. Uh, truly. I, I say this without any, I even liked him in this, even though his character is annoying, but you know, it's Jeffrey Rush. What do you not like? Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Right. Even I'm watching, and, I'm watching Finding Nemo the other day and I'm like, he's the Pelican. He's great as the Pelican. Oh, really? Finding yeah. Nemo. Even that. And he uses his regular Australian accent in that. It's great. Next time you watch that. Did we just, finally finish watching all the Final Destinations? With- no. Oh, we saw. Do we, we watch the first one? <laughs> do we have more? We saw two. Do, I think. We watched the first one with Ali Larder, though, right? We yes, watched. we saw the first okay. one and the second one. If I if I'm remembering right, I have to look it yeah. up. I guess. Uh, you know, yeah. we need to though. Why don't we do that? We should do that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Jeffrey Rush, uh, he has a choice role here. I feel like he wasn't perfect for it because he's basically impersonating John Waters, and yeah. he does he does a good job. I mean, John Waters and Vincent Price, which John Waters may be imitating Vincent Price. Anyway, I think I there was you asked earlier what our favorite thing, our favorite actor in this, and I think Jeffrey Rush's character was it was my favorite. I I liked his. I liked his turn at the end. You know, kind of even though it was totally against character. I don't you know, know what? Maybe it's a less. Know. Maybe it's a less is more problem. But I think that the Jeffrey Combs character I liked the most, yeah. even though we barely like see him. I just, yeah. I just like Jeffrey uh, Combs. Can I, can I have a trope alert for always. Jeffrey Rush's always. character? Always. Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. He is ambiguously bisexual. Yeah. I love this trope. <laughs> um, we're a little early uh, in our history for this trope to really work. Because it's unfortunately, um, his wife uses it against him constantly, and it's like, yeah. shut up, woman. Yeah, but, but it's Famke Jansen. So yeah, you know. she's right. a body. But he <laughs> is he is he is the epitome of the uh, ambiguously by trope. It is it is toyed with. It is mentioned. It's kind of you see it in his eyes, and he plays it just right, and that's it. That's it. You leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I again. I can. I don't feel like I could watch. I could watch just about anything and have him in it. I think he made the Pirates movie yeah. better, the first two better. I think he made, I don't know, it was one and three. Well, whatever he's in, he makes better. He's just that yeah. kind of actor. Yeah. I want him to, to make me speech better. Him- if I was the king, I'd want him to help me have better speech. <laughs> right. You know? The king's speech, which it's still, I think it's like 10 years away from this, but yeah, it was 2010. Um, wow. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. So this was 12 years ago? Jeez. Look at him on his IMDb page. I don't even look like him. Like, who uh-uh. is that guy? Look at that. Click on, oh, click on uh, Jeffrey there. Rush there. And I, I swear I'm looking at like yeah. shaved head McGee in the 20s. <laughs> it looks like he's going to drive you to. Uh, <laughs> right. He's going to he's going to drive you from uh, Gatwick to the right. hotel. And he's um, not been that busy. Last thing he made 2019 uh, before that 2017. Like he might be done. Could yeah. Be. Yeah. Like what you know, else are you no, going to do? You know, I I. The last time we watched an Australian movie, which I think was for Christmas, we uh, talked about how we just don't have a history of Aussie actors on film sack. And that's 
probably because they're just they haven't have been a lot of them who've made it big in in film. Sure. But uh, I just I really really like Jeffrey Rush as an avatar for the Australian actors. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's just mm-hmm. some something about him. He feels like he belongs to Australia. Well, I mean, we get the Australian, but they are, they're so good at hiding their accents that we, yeah, we don't, yeah. don't realize that they're Australian until we hear them afterwards. It's like, oh, well, Margot Robbie? What? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know Americans were so stupid. Oh, I guess I am. Oh, <laughs> I'm easily fooled. Yeah. Damn it. Easily fooled. Um, I have some scrutiny, though, I'd like to share here. Uh, let me play that. Where is it? Scrutiny. Uh, Marilyn Manson was considered for the role of Dr. Vanicott, the, uh, no. the ghost doctor. I don't I think that's that. true. That might uh, be the reason why they acquired the sweet dreams. I'm like, why sweet dreams? Well, because they, no. whatever, that was the popular song he did. And then it was in a lot of movies for a while. This is what it says. I just don't, I just don't, I mean, it's anybody. His name say is this. Brian. Is it, it is Brian Warner. <laughs> Yeah, Brian Warner. Have you seen pictures Brian of him before, before the makeup? What a what a toad looking dude. Ooh, yeah. And then he's, you see why he wore makeup. Yeah. Is he still he's still going through some some Me Too stuff, isn't he? Oh, with, big uh, time. He's in trouble. I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's in trouble. He's in big trouble. I'll give, I'll give you a better one in the trivia, Scott. Give uh, it. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley claims that she was considered for the role of his wife, and I buy okay. that. I, I buy that. She claims it like which she I, wrote in the trivia. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Hurley, and I was almost all, considered for all of those considered <laughs> bits of trivia come from the actor, right? Because yeah. they they went and, they went and auditioned or oh they no, I to, don't think so. I think they come from people who say, "Oh, you know who'd have been good in this is so and so." Yeah, let's add it to the yeah, like the time the they put trivia. in the the thing that whoever yeah, our listener is is going in there doing yeah. it. Yeah, I feel like that's usually the case, right? Must be right. I'm sure occasionally some actors like got a beef, and so they might their people might go in there and. It easily could be just casting people said, oh, yeah, well, we were talking about so-and-so and so-and-so, and and they'll maybe they'll add it to the trivia, too. I'll allow it. You're going to allow it? You're going to let this one go? I'm going to allow it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Cindy Crawford was considered for the role that went to Bridget Wilson. I, I believe it. That'd be good because then I could probably tell her apart. Yeah. Right. Then we have a brunette and a blonde. Oh, yeah. Much better. Yeah. That's what you want. Both of them. I just, yeah. I really, I how she I looks really, disassembled. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I just like this cast, like in general, Bridget Wilson, Allie Larder, Peter Gallagher. I mean, Tay Diggs is a perfectly good actor yeah, here. He's a great actor. Like, he's good. Like, he, like he's got a weird, a, kind of a weird role and he fills it just right. It's like, I just like it. Yeah, like they played it. They played into it well too, because it's like they didn't pretend. Like you know, sometimes you'll have like an, a really attractive actor, and they'll pretend like he's not really attractive. I We're know. not going to talk about how amazingly uh, attractive they are. Mm-hmm. Now they they mention it. Allie Larder is like, "Hey, don't touch me. How's it going, big boy? How's yeah. it going? Hey, pal. <laughs> yeah, this is." And also, uh, Scott has regularly over the years brought up that whole thing about why don't uh, Hollywood couples ever stay together? Yeah. I just want you to know, Bridget Wilson and Pete Sampras have been together for like 22 years. They're oh, never going to never going to break up. I'm that's saying great. it right now. That's the, you know what? Congrats. That's great. I love I hey, love I, it when I see one. Like, and it's rare. But when you see him, it's awesome. Freaking great. I, I just I just watched The Legacy, a movie that uh, um, that is not available streaming, like to stream, to buy, to rent anything. You can, the only oh, way you can man. watch it is to go to Amazon and buy the DVD and the Blu-ray. I was going to use it as oh. a recommendal, just as kind of a joke, but it was a, it was a movie that as a kid, uh, I, I saw the trailers on TV. Sorry, Randy. After, uh, I watched the Amityville horror, which scared the poop out of me and the trailers for the legacy scared the poop out of me. Hmm. And so I finally, Bought a so, copy of the movie on Blu-ray, and I, I watched it this week. Sam, Sam Elliott? Who's Sam in this movie? Sam Elliott. 
Sam, okay. Young Sam Elliott with uh, just just you know just a uh, uh, footlong mustache instead of whatever it is now. <laughs> yeah. um, Lots of hair a though, right? Catherine Ross, who um, Catherine uh, Ross, uh, Cindy Crawford lookalike, or Cindy Crawford twenty years older. Twenty years old, look, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like very very young, attractive, and I'm trying to remember what the other big thing. She was in a, a bunch of oh, uh, 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 The Graduate. She was. Oh, uh, she's the Mrs. Robinson. The love interest. Uh, well, no, Mrs. Robinson was the older lady. Oh, oh, oh Catherine yeah, Ross right. was the younger one that Dustin Hoffman loved. Right. But anyway, those two fell in love during uh, the making of the legacy and are still together to this day. Oh man, like that's it. great. Mm-hmm. By the way, so so but we're we're skipping the headline here. Did the legacy make you poop again? <sighs> Or were it did you not. okay? Aww. It did not. It was fun watching because it's also got uh, uh, lead vocalist of the Who, Roger Daltrey, as a oh. annoying, you know, British ponce, kind of like a like a, a record mogul kind mm. of thing. Yeah, right. And uh, uh, he actually owned the mansion that they filmed in. It's just there's just like little fun things like that. Oh, it's got the guy with no neck from uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the narrator who is also uh, Blofeld in one of the James Bond movies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even think I'd heard of this, and you've brought it up before, but I'd never heard of it outside of your telling us that the yes. trailer freaked out. So uh, just- it was really good. I mean, no, let me rephrase that. It was really good for the time. It was very different from a typical horror movie, uh, but it was. Um, you know, as far as something today, it's kind of hot garbage. But uh. <laughs> yeah, well, the dude abides. Nicely done. Just came. Yeah. A, I just came across an article about Sam Elliott and Catherine Ross uh, and how they've been together for forty years. They live in. They live in Malibu. They like. They just have like I'm a cool, Barbie. cool life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, there's nobody cooler. I mean, was he eighty something now? Nobody right. cooler than She's him. She's eighty two. Name a cooler she, dude. You she can't was married to four other guys before him, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's there's a little bit of Hollywood yeah. in there. Yeah. She's 82 and he's 78. Okay. And oh, look at that. They got married in Kona. That's nice. Name a nice, n- name a cooler dude in Hollywood. Yeah, you no, can't actually you can't freaking do, do it. it. It's yeah. not possible. And he's that old. He spans this long. He's still working, doing killer work. Like right. F off the rest of you. Sam Elliott wins. <laughs> He wins. He just freaking wins. That's cool all there is dude. to it. I, I guess we can't name the dude. Um, no, he's cool too. But <laughs> he's cool. Because yeah. he's cool. Sam Elliott. Eh. I love that they're that they were in that movie together. Um, what's let's see. Cooler. I'm I'm trying here. I, I need. To- I want Sam Elliott to show up at my table when I go to a restaurant and say, "Have you dined with us before? <laughs> Let me tell you about our steak specials. About our specials. <laughs> he could have been in this film at the big table with the coffins, the twelve coffins. <laughs> he could have been. And you'd say, you'd say, um, yeah. I'll have the, I'll just have a salad, and he'll say, it ain't right, Wyatt. It ain't right. Are you sure, you wouldn't <laughs> rather have a twelve ounce tenderloin with that. Listen here, buddy. <laughs> Holy all new Ford F one fifty. Beef, it's what's for dinner, and that takes place right here too. Why don't you just go to McDonald's, you little piece of shit? He'd say, Yeah. Uh, yeah right. I, I gotta, I gotta uh, admit, I, um. I didn't used to like Sam Elliott. There was something like oh, really? when I was, when I was How younger. Did you not like Sam. Elliott? Something wrong with you? Because they, I don't know. Like the first thing I ever saw him in, he must have been a bastard. And I just don't uh, like. I, I remember being like, "Oh, I don't like that guy." And then it like took me a while, and I found out, you know, someone with this kind of like facial hair and voice. Yeah. 
and like yeah. persona like that's hey i rare. got an idea um so we saw him in roadhouse this new ro- roadhouse frogs too. <laughs> yeah that's right this remake of roadhouse that's coming with uh, jake gyllenhaal producing and acting and all that um you since sam's still around have him do a cameo oh sure you know and that'd be the same character but have him cameo in that thing you know wow was, jake gyllenhaal and roadhouse remake i did not I did yeah. not know about this. It was a yeah. thing I heard a while back. Now? I guess it's no. happening. Like no, it's, it's not. I think <laughs> Ryan, it's greenlit. I think it's greenlit and going. I, I'm I'm down for. I, I I don't mind remakes until I see them, and if they're good, then I like them. <laughs> but if they're true, bad, yeah. then f off. You know, I don't. Yeah. But I don't mind when they announce them. It's fine. Uh, we're six ways a year. Uh, sorry, six years away from Allie Larder's Heroes run. Remember, she oh, was one right. of the heroes. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what I know her more that. from than anything else. Then, because I never saw Varsity Blues or whatever else she was in before before this. I yeah. only knew her from from Heroes. Did IMDb you ever see Varsity Blues? Out. The picture of her with the with the whipped cream all over her nakedness. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah. yeah her no. naked. Her I mean, naked that I've seen, I've seen that photo. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's from that's from that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen it either. I just now that I think about it, I've only seen her in that get up talking to dude from Dawson's Creek. Can't think of his name. I still, I, uh, Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek. I still to this day have not seen Legally Blonde. Yeah. Uh, of oh, course, we watched Final oh, really? Destination here. Yeah, I, I really. Uh, it's the chins. Oh, it's the chins. I didn't. Oh no, she's. I think her chin is lovely. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Reese Witherspoon's chin for Legally Blonde. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, That'll keep you away. <laughs> that does keep me away. Although I loved Election, so I was able to forgive the chin oh, for that. So good. Oh, Legally Blonde. Good. So it, good. it feels really culturally significant. I'm surprised. Like, I know because I because I look first thing I do when I look at a movie is I say I wonder if this is culturally culturally significant. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay, then yeah. I'm going to watch yeah, it. And there's no, a part I mean, two as well. I oh. think it. Those movies oh. are for a certain generation in the way that Mean yeah. Girls was, or in the way that um, or Clueless. Clueless. Yeah, these are those are that gen, right? Those are those people. And I'm nothing wrong with them. Bunch of '90s kids. That's great. Legally Blonde came out like a year before <laughs> Mean Girls. Did it? Is that right? I don't know. Okay. See, I don't know. I don't, I, that's two all years a before Mean Girls. Two, two years. That's all a just a blur to me because I same. I just feel like I wasn't in that crowd, so I didn't watch any of that stuff back then. No, oh, I watched it. What'd you guys think about the tool music video with special effects in this film? All right. <laughs> it was all right. The totally guy, like the giant gears and yeah. Uh, yeah. I was thinking tool and a little bit of uh Duran Duran's uh yeah. feature full length arena. Film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were going through that. That was the time period when we were doing a lot of industrial music and industrial vision stuff. And you what know, does that mean? What does that mean? Industrial music. Like yeah, the, it, it sounds like you're you're banging on pipes and things uh, in it. Right. Well, there's yeah. a there's a genre called industrial. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. it, think of KMFDM or um, right. Uh, yeah. You hit a you hit a pipe with a hammer as percussion. Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a simplified way to look at it. But yes, I mean you know sure industrial. Yeah. Is wait, like, wait, wait, wait. You seemed immediately offended by me saying something. I wasn't, industrial I wasn't music offended. It's just it's just a a, a weird term. It's just okay. like it doesn't okay. tell me. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? Like, you, have you never heard of the genre though? If you call something a dance song, I'm like, okay, right. it's kind of straightforward. Bah, bah, right. Bah, sure. Bah, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, when you say industrial, I'm just like, but uh, have you have you ever heard the term before? I'm just I'm curious. Oh, I'm, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this wasn't the first time you heard it. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And the, it was. It had first, its peak, I think, eighty nine through like ninety five or something. Kind of that. Era, and the first right? thing that comes to mind when you say it is, for some reason, Genesis in the eighties. 
Okay. I feel like they were they were using weird that. things in the studio. You well, know? maybe right, I wouldn't right. call them industrial though. It's it's much I more akin either, to something yeah. like uh, techno. Well, there's a lot of electronica involved. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a weird era. Yeah. That stuff. KMFDM was a regular CD rotation in my car, but yes. I don't think I can listen to them now. I don't think I like them anymore. <laughs> 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 I don't think I don't think that stuff holds up. Is what I'm saying. I think it's probably yeah. fine for somebody out there to like but I don't, for, it's not me somebody. it's not me anymore but i uh, but I, I did find all that 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 you know that that fast movement you know shaking your head and, and speeding up the film oh, that freaks that me out. That, yeah yeah, yeah they did that great in uh, the jacob's ladder and that freaked me oh, out yeah. more there but yeah because probably the first time you've seen here. it was in jacob's yeah. ladder yeah, yeah i think so it's yeah. a trippy uh but they all start everybody did it for a while Right, all the yeah. horror movies yes. had some version of that, and it's legitimately freaky. I don't like it. Yeah, and it's an easy effect to do. I mean, it's just you know, let's slow down the uh, the video, the the recording, and then speed it up. Yeah, I, I I guess I appreciate it for its um, effectiveness. Its effectiveness, yeah, because it still works. On I see it in some video games, uh, horror games, and it's just yeah. very disconcerting. It's like, what the frick is going on over there? It's something about our brains. We don't like unnatural speed. Yeah, where yeah. everything else is somewhat natural yeah, yeah. except for the oh, those effing Keystone cops. Yeah, dude. Right. Those guys. <laughs> so unnatural. I don't like it. Hey, Dun- or, uh, Ibit, did you notice the roller coaster at the beginning of the movie is actually the Incredible Hulk at Universal yeah. Islands at Adventure My Orlando? My favorite roller coaster in the world, hands down. I love how it just made sure not to show any of the branding that would give away what it was. Yeah, it was those, no, it does a good job. Yeah, there were some shots where I was just like, you know, there's a sign right out of frame. Yeah, like you could right yeah. there. It's yeah. amazing. Yep, it's a, it's a. It seemed like a, I've never been on it, but it always seemed when I've heard about that ride before, everyone always raves about it. Um, yeah. it doesn't have that bit where the cars can fly off with fake people in it right That's, no, no that would be hilarious okay. though God, right. it, that was you really so have impractical. to be, like, you have to be as a writer they really expect you to be paying attention to the car in front of you and see that happen yeah. instead of just looking you know like at the track like i usually do like i'm looking at the track or i'm looking at the sides or whatever but yeah. i'm not looking at the um the the uh set of no. cars in front of me on the roller coaster it's also riders. only works once like the elevator thing this stuff right. only yeah. works one yeah. time and yeah. you're done. Yeah. Like, it's never going to freak you out again because you know what's happening. You might enjoy the thrill right. of the movement or something. But right. I, I that that kind of took me out a little bit, I'll have to admit. That's bad That's bad design. You want to do things that are either great and, rep- and repetition or things that are so one-off that you you were surprised by it. Otherwise, it's spoiled. You're never going to, you know. The, yeah, and the same with the elevator, too. I mean, right? Yeah, I same mean, deal. You're only going to get fooled by the, the screens on the floor one time. But that's... Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. The, uh, in the movie was to set you up to bl- believe that everything in the house was fake. That was they show you the stuff at the thrill park, right? So that okay. you're thinking uh, you're thinking ahead and going, oh, this guy has a fake elevator drop in the house, right? Right, right. and, 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 it's, and it, it's gimmicky, like William yeah. Castle's movies would be. So it's kind of an homage to that. I think it was way too many homages. I think there was too much navel gazing. I'm like, just make your own thing, man. You're you're looking. You're looking. Too- You're looking at your navel. You're looking at your navel. <laughs> they ain't no, gonna no, find no. nothing in there but lint and cat food. You filthy beast. Yeah, you filthy, disgusting, freaking cow, monkey man. Um, <laughs> here's one. Check this out. The original shooting script had Christopher Lee, you know, with the old Sauron, blah blah blah, as the host of the TV show, terrifying but true. The Devil and Price watches the report about the house on Haunted Hill. Anyway, in the film, Peter Graves did it. But yeah. I could have, that would have been cool. 
Christopher Lee, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because he was a veteran of this But then how would era. they have made the right. Peter Graves joke? Well, that's true. They, that's a, you're yeah. right with the Graves part. Also, all I yeah. could think of was, I'm I'm over under, he's underdone. That's all I could think of is you're the, right? you're the captain in an airplane, and that's all you'll ever be to me, Peter Graves. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You've been typecast. I did, I did watch Unsolved Mysteries a lot when I was a little kid. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, that was good to Have you me. seen the new ones? Are they any good? Yeah. Are they okay? Uh, no, because they aren't, don't they follow that up with the... Uh, Netflix the, the solution or something. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the re, re-release of the no, no, no. Mystery. No, these Where are the, there's brand new ones on Netflix, and really? I haven't yeah, seen any are. of them. And yeah. I and I, I think huh. I picked them a few years ago, but I'm just like after the internet exists, it's just not the same. Yeah, it feels weird, right? Especially and also the minute you even hint you're going to have reenactments in your bullshit, yeah. I, I kind of walk away. It's like no in your bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I like documentaries a lot, but the second one of them says we're going to reenact this yeah. with actors, yeah, reenact. I know. Always bad acting. And, yeah, yeah. Hate that's it. why that Jonathan Frakes show just didn't work. Nobody oh, was right. really into watching, uh, you know, amateur footage that recreated. You know, just like eh. how long did that run? Was that a like four years? <laughs> it was enough good. for him to do those comp those those big mashups where he's like. You ever ride a car or drive a car without your glasses on? You ever eat a chicken? You ever poke a thing in the eye? Have you guys seen that? It's amazing. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> they never get to that, but it's always so good. Here, yeah, I'm going to find yeah. it. Frakes. Yeah. I think it's I a have great, it. It's a great. Hold on, Scott. I'm going to send you the one where it's Have you down. ever walked out of a mall into a huge parking area <laughs> and realized You'd forgotten where you parked your car. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I made a slowed down one. But yeah, they slowed it down so you could sound drunk. That was me for TMS. I did that. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I can't find any others. But there's a whole, there's like a massive mashup where he just says 400 million things in a row. And, yeah, you know, for that, I'm so grateful. Funny. I never saw the show, so I, I can't really speak to it. But Unsolved Mysteries, the one on uh, Netflix right now is like highly rated. People like it. Apparently, it's pretty good. I, I kind of want to see it, but is it actors? Are they people doing reenactments? Because I'm out if that's the case. I don't need Robert Stack, but I do need realness. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Uh, deb, deb, deb. Oh, this director. So I wanted to mention this real quick. William Malone is his name. Uh, he's still around. He's not working, though. Um, the last film he directed was in 2008, and it was a terrible movie called Paris. Sorry, parasomnia, which is like paranormal right. insomnia. Insomnia, right? Okay. okay. Um, it looks bad. Uh, the only notable human being in it is Sean Young. For some reason, is in this. Um, the actress who uh, James Woods sued or whatever the deal was there, and that's it. That's that's yeah. the guy's run. Everything else before that was a lot of this sort of stuff. Fear dot com, Masters of Horror. Did a segment on that episode or on that show. Um, before this, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, Tales from the Crypt, a couple of those episodes. So this is just a dude, you know, Freddy's yeah. Nightmares. Well, he, do you remember he, that? You remember did the, some, that thing? What's that? Freddy's Nightmares back in the day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Those, like, uh, those are great. Series. series. Yeah. yeah. He did three yeah. of those. It was like an anthology Freddy thing. Right. He um, just likes horror. He's, Freddy, a big, he's a big was, horror guy. Was Freddy in all of them or was it just like a Tales from the Crypt? Where he, it was like he's a, like the oh, Crypt Keeper. I, I think Freddy announced everything. Yeah. There, right. Yes. He's, he's like the Crypt Keeper right. in that where he would say, oh, right. there's something happening over here. And then they would do in the whole. He was the Crypt Keeper. That's right. 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 Yeah. Which yep. is <laughs> which is actually kind of a good idea. But yeah, maybe a wrong time for it. 
I don't know. I bet it would be better today is what I'm saying. Did anybody have a favorite like horror movie moment in here? Because like there were a bunch and there was one that really stuck out for me and I just want to I want to visit I, it. Like, I did do you like the uh, the zoetrope? Oh, uh, that was yeah. Ooh, the zoetrope. Yes. Ah, zoetrope. Uh, inside the inside yeah. the, the sanity chamber. It's just, <laughs> Which, it, I don't know if I believe. Oh, yeah. If you show something crazy to a crazy person, it makes them sane. I don't know if I totally yeah, believe yeah. that. I definitely don't believe that. Yes. <laughs> I think all that whole sequence of flashing and him underwater and the weird lady with blood in her mouth yeah. and then her face got yeah. big and all that. I think all that was pretty effective. That was yeah. pretty good. That's yeah. probably for me. That was my high point. What would you say, Randy? Oh, for me, it's just this little moment when uh, you get the chair reveal. That's a trope. The chair reveal. Somebody's seated away from you oh. and you turn the chair and slowly oh, realize, and there's a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in this case, it's a security guard. And when you look at his head, most of the contents of his skull is missing. Yeah. It's just gone. awesome. Somebody Such took one of those watermelon core things and went. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> melon baller. Yeah. Melon, melon, baller. melon baller to the head. Yeah. Well, yeah. we don't know because they do it off screen. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dunaway, you're one of our big horror aficionados here. What did you, yeah. what, what, was there a moment where you're like, oh man, I can't believe I just saw that sort of deal? Ah, no. I was, this, this movie tripped me up so much. It was hard for me to enjoy. I did like it when, uh, when we had the, her, her, uh, 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 Melissa Mars, uh, disassembled body. Cause it was just, it, it was nice oh, yeah. back there. Nice like that. I like it. Yeah. Like it was, a- yeah. Yeah. It was like a cyborg from the, the JLA movie. Right. Well, no, which one was oh, it? Was yeah. It a that's movie? a good, yeah, that's yeah. a good comparison actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like, here's a little diorama of the person I disassembled. Here you go. Look, look, over here. Yeah. I, I like that pretty good. And of course I like the, uh, I like the mystery of what all those skeletons were doing there. Why were they, was this a museum at one point? Why is there glass, you know, skeletons of different things. Yeah, what was the weird little alien baby looking thing? Was that supposed to yeah, be? Yeah, with the, like the thorns. I I've seen that somewhere else before. I was trying to place it. Um, I don't know what that was supposed to be. I couldn't. I just could couldn't not get my head around it. I was just like, well, it's a little weird, I guess. But okay, and then just get yeah. moving. Um, I oh, did you guys know what grossed me out? I have a here. Oh, oh God, yes. if it's not if it's not uh, Blackburn licking his napkin and <laughs> that's what I wrote down. Yes. <laughs> well, here it but is. I also Gross. wrote down. What do you? What do you? Oh, keep keep telling me. Keep going. So uh, I also wrote down fingers in the ashtray. So it's the dude uh, oh, yes. controlling everything in the uh, on the video, absentmindedly grabbing for his oh, sandwich, sandwich and cigarette. And he puts his fingers the in the ashtray and then he picks up the sandwich and takes yeah. a bite of it because like okay that looks pretty real. Yeah. You know, he's really eating that sandwich and he really did stick his fingers. Yeah, in all of this right. so far, you guys are in the top three, but number right. one but is still the eluding you. And then wiping the cheek wasn't licking the hanky. Huh? No, partly because my mom did that all the time to me growing up and I just sort of got used to it. So I didn't really throw oh, it. Okay. I don't well, like gross. it. I never liked it, but. Oh, you like, like, I like how I backed out of that. I don't like it. Yeah, don't I never get me did. wrong. I don't, I don't like it, but I totally like it. I, I mean, don't I, care I associate it. it with my mom's fastidiousness, but I don't really think of it as gross, I guess. I should, but I don't. Right. right. Um, ew, you know what, right. though? Right. Just Judgment. talking about it, I can smell her lipstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, you can smell yeah. it. Yeah, there's just too much. Yeah. That's the problem. It's the smell. Uh, <laughs> it's bad, dude. Okay. Well, you're, you're, you're inching me closer to that being it, but tr- truly the number one thing that grossed me out was this. When... Jeffrey Rush is screaming at you, but is only one half inch from your face while he's okay. doing it. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't want that ever. And I'm thinking, Famke Jansen, come on now. I know right. you're a Bond villain. I know you can take it. You did a lot of your own stunts in here, according to the trivia. You're a tough lady. But yeah. I don't care how tough you are. Get gl- get Indiana Jones glass between you and the snakes is what I'm saying here. Because Jeffrey Rush, 
<laughs> is blowing boogers and cheese at you while you're oh, it's too close. Too close. Too close. close action. Don't There's no way that Jeffrey Rush has minty fresh breath. I promise you that. Promise. Right. All right. I know I'm I've gone on record before saying certain actors have terrible breath. That dude's one of them. Yeah. And he was, I like he was him. smoking cigars and downing coffee before his, his scene, right? That's Damn straight. Melting guaranteed. poor Famke Jansen's face off. Right. We can't have that. She's about Turn to be Jean Grey. Yeah, she's gonna be Jean yeah. Grey. Eventually she's, she's gonna be Phoenix. You don't mm-hmm. you don't blow in, you don't blow your boogers in her face. No. All right. It's not what you do. No. All right. And we can forget about that whole Phoenix thing. Yeah. <laughs> That was bad. That was really bad. You can forget about the follow-up Phoenix. You mean one. her the, her portrayal or the Phoenix? No, she's fine. The movie sucked. It's just that, the movie. You know, that whole third yeah. X-Men movie where she becomes okay. Phoenix. Yeah, Last Stand. It's terrible. Last Stand. Really? And we I can forget about the, the remake, too. Yeah, the remake's also Anything bad. With, it's good. They just couldn't do the Phoenix. It's I, the same reason why we can't get a cool uh, uh, Fantastic Four maybe. There's no reason. They just have to get it over to the MCU and then we're good. They'll make that fine. Oh, we'll get a good. Don't you worry, Dunaway. We're going to get a good worry. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I have no. Yeah, I have it no might doubts. Be all right, four. We'll see. I have no doubts. We're going to get good Fantastic Four, good X Men. Hmm. Pro- well, now, now that that's all rolled into the family, I promise you that's coming. That's yeah. all coming. I just want. I just want an Incredible Hulk series. That's just him wandering the land, getting into adventures, <laughs> getting angry, but telling people yeah. not to make him angry. Throwing a stuffed bear off a cliff into a stream. I just want. That's all I need. Wasn't the hold on the bear? I don't think that was him. Wasn't that the Bionic Man who did that? I don't know who did that. No, I think it was the Incredible Hulk. Was it? Yeah, because there's a a meme video that has that. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was. That's not Steve Austin throwing the bear. What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. That's hilarious. Well, I, could think, I could see. I could see actually why you confused the two. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, I would also, and it's almost too late, guys. Get on this. Make a Steve Austin TV series. Why do I keep saying? Steve and I because I it needs. Yeah, why not say needs, the Bionic Man? He needs <laughs> to be a six million dollar man. Because he needs to be played by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I see. Exactly. Oh. I always get confused when y'all say Steve Austin. Well, that was his name you in want, the show. You want the snake right. to eat its own tail? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, I'm with Randy on this. I vote for this. Let's have him be all bionic. He'll be the billion dollar man because there's no dude. Inflation alone. If we do that, then all of a sudden then we have to have Mike Myers play Michael Myers in a Halloween movie. Well, he's not starting to look like him. So. He, pops, he pops the little mask off. Ah! <laughs> That's the thing. He doesn't even need to. He's starting to look like the mask. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Uh, here's some. These are the only Hulk, Hulk clips I have here. Forget the Hulk. Okay. There's that. And then there's yeah. uh, there's this one. <laughs> That's uh, Lou Ferrigno burping, I guess. Yeah, do that. Yeah, or this one. Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Oh, oh Lord. What? What? Oh, that was the first Marvel DC crossover right there. We yeah, just it was. Hey, what do you imagine the uh, the special program was? What were they forced to show? Instead? Oh, geez. Okay, so what would this have been? Like uh, 77, 76? So yeah, what would that be? Like a prime time? Would it have been right? a Watergate update? Probably not Watergate. This is way later. Too late for that. Okay. Yeah, uh, this would have been like the 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 Carter administration, right? Where, the Iran something uh, hostage oh, crisis. Yeah, the hostage mm, that crisis. Was a later, that was late. What were they interrupting again? What's what Wonder we're Wonder saying? It's like seventy seventy seven to seventy nine, oh. somewhere in there, late seventies. So it could have been the hostage thing. You know what? I'm, I'm right. voting for that because what else would they interrupt for? I mean, what was going uh, on? 
They used to, man, I don't, I don't know about your, your experience, <laughs> but Miss America pageant. <laughs> I seriously, I used to feel like every night was an interruption for some nonsense like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're probably right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, I got a thing to say here. What was that? Um, oh, I wrote down. I don't know why I wrote this. I wrote the house is grade A nonsense. Do we agree? Yeah, we agree. Yeah. yeah. It's horror yes. movie nonsense, right? They don't have any rules in there. I hate haunted house rules. They don't work. No. Like no, it's like, I, oh, a ghost can do this, but what else can ghosts not do? Ghost Christian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just it's always trouble. Well, Sometimes movies get it right. Sometimes they yeah, get it really wrong. Yeah, the only haunted house I liked is really like Poltergeist maybe because it's kind of the house is haunted, but it's not straight. It felt like the house was trolling the people. And that I can deal with because the house is that means the house gets to choose when it wants to do something. And yeah. if you give the house a lot of personality, like it's its own problem, then I can right. buy like into Amityville it. or yeah. something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that works. Yeah. Oh, Amityville scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, that's a good one. Still, yeah. like I just think a toilet. I know that's what that's what preempted uh, or prompted my legacy freak out as a kid. Hmm was seeing Amityville Horror at the uh, the drive-in. And then the next week, that damn Legacy commercial trailer started airing on television before The Love Boat. Nope, and it nope, started nope, freaking nope, me out. Nope. Did you think... Did, did <laughs> the they, Love... Oh, no, no, Didn't nope, the Amityville nope. Horror have a... It was a toilet full of oil or something. Do I remember that right? Oh, what the thing was the friggin' eyes at the window. That, for whatever reason... Oh, that no, was when scary. I... Yeah. In the back of the... Uh, the back of the Datsun... Just pulled the blanket over my head and and said, "Nope, done." That's awesome. I love this story of you. <laughs> and, uh, it's a uh, it's the end of October. Yeah, uh, that's in here. I just want to I just want to change this question a little bit because we do it almost every year. Sure. Uh, what's the scariest movie you ever saw in your life? In my Let's life, scary, for you personally, scariest movie. The thing uh, it doesn't have to be the objectively scariest movie of all time. Uh, heredi- hereditary, hereditary, and that's recent. That's like 2017 or something okay. for me. Yeah, easy uh, answer. That show scared the movie scared the shit out of me. As a kid, there are things as I saw. A kid, but, the Exorcist. The Exorcist okay, is pretty scary. All right, I we're still gonna, can't watch because I still can't watch the original Exorcist because I'm afraid of it. Yeah. I'm terrified. Still, and, did and we I, watch it here for a film? We did. We, we sacked yeah. it. And I remember it just being a cool drama. It's just a yeah. drama. Yeah, I know. As Wait, a kid, a boy, priest. that thing. We yeah. watched that? Yes. Yeah, we did. We sacked as, a, as a kid, uh, as a young kid, uh, asleep in the backseat of my mom's, uh, I think that <laughs> we had an Impala. And uh, she thought I was sleeping. And we went to the drive-in. And that was the movie that was playing. And We I did not watch The Exorcist. I'm looking. I didn't even watch Exorcist. Oh, did we see the two? The Exorcist two? Maybe we haven't seen any Exorcist movies. Really? Yeah. The word Exorcist is not in here. I would. I think I would remember that. Yeah, I would too, because I avoid (laughs) those movies. I hate them. I I don't think I I probably wouldn't. uh, You know what's the word that we use here? I wouldn't veto it. Veto. Yeah. But yeah, no Exorcist. Okay. Okay, we did. I could have sworn we did, but yeah, we we sacked the Omen. I must have. Oh, we definitely sacked the Omen. I oh, yeah, we Omen. did the Omen for sure. Omen, the Omen scared me as a kid, and I was really glad to see it with you guys because it's not that scary. Right. But as a kid, it used to. Oof. There's that scene where they hang themselves out the front of the. Was it a teacher or a priest or something? Or no, something? The, it was her nanny, right? Her nanny is that what it was? The nanny, nanny? nanny jumps at the very beginning. Yeah, that you, that Damien? that that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, what scared me the most was beheadings, hangings, just like this. Ugh, I don't know what that. 
I don't even know what to call that, but that kind of stuff really got me. And the Omen yeah, is one of those yeah. for sure. We've never done any follow-ups, so we just did the Omen. Yeah. Okay. No other Omens. Because there are I, more Omens, right? There are like five Omens. Oh, there's a, so, there's yeah. a many Omens. Omen three. And then there's just one that's called Damien or something. Or uh, Oh, right. Um, it was newer. It though. wasn't just the Damien the Omen. It was like just Damien. Yeah. Those scared me. Because part of it was, look, we, we, we grew up as kids in the Satanic Panic era. Yeah. And, and they, you know, movies reflected culture. And so they would make these movies about, you know, upside down crosses yeah. and the exorcists you know and all that. And that's a, that, that is a genre that scares the crap out of me is the possession stuff. And I will say as an adult, you know, exorcist doesn't scare me, but, uh, but that possession, uh, recent possession movie, it's got a girl's name in it. The possession of something. Somebody, oh, that, someone? the exorcist of Emily Rose or something. Yes. That, that. Yeah, It'd probably be my new current uh, scariest me. movie that I've seen. That, uh, yeah, about, Exorcism about, of Emily uh, Rose. That, you know who that was? That was uh, uh, Dexter's sister in that. Um, oh, right. Yeah, Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, I remember you, that gave me the freaking willy jillies, that thing. Yeah. How do you feel a bit when the what gets possessed is a 1958 Plymouth Fury? <laughs> no no uh, <laughs> concerns whatsoever. It's like, None. oh, no, I guess I'll just have to park the car somewhere and leave. My daughter's, <laughs> my daughter's generation, for them, it is zombies. Because think of how the zombie genre in about 98 through 2010 yeah. became like the hot thing. And her and all her friends, I was just talking to them the other day. They're all here watching anime, and they are all like, oh, zombie. I can't do zombies. For them, <laughs> yeah, it's that's true, because for us, it would have been all the possession movies in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I think and that's then they, funny. Then came the slasher. So kids of the kids of the eighties, a little bit younger than us, had all the the Jason and the yeah the uh, right. Mike Myers and stuff. Sure, Michael Myers. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. So yeah. screw you, Satanic Panic. F it's, off. it's like it's like your set. Which is your favorite Saturday Night Live cast? The one that when you were uh, impressionable <laughs> yeah. growing yeah. up, and it's the same yeah. as like what scares you the most. <laughs> yeah, I mean for us, it's always the Hartman years, right? That's kind of the zone. Yeah, yeah. but that's because yeah. we were in high school. That's what we did. Exactly. That's um, when we started getting all the jokes and not just the, the you know, Bill Murray whacking Gilda Radner on the hair doing the, or head doing the noogie. Yeah, to me, it. that was weird air that I didn't understand. That was my brother's SNL. Yeah. I just didn't get it. Watching but. SNL with my kid now, it's, it's surreal. That way he keeps throwing out it's these references real, that are cracking real? me up. It's surreal. Oh, surreal. Okay. Because I have spent most of my adult life thinking of Keenan Thompson as a kid on a kid's show. Same. And <laughs> my my kid is going to think of Keenan Thompson as the elder statesman of Saturday Night Live. Right? <laughs> yeah, which is he was so a kid weird. when he started out. Yeah, he was in, <laughs> he was on uh, uh, Nickelodeon shows and yeah, stuff. Keenan yeah, Keenan Kel. Yeah. Keenan yeah. Kel. That's where everybody, everybody kept waiting for the reunion. Yeah. Never happened. Whatever happened to Kel? What's he doing? They did do a little small they thing. Reunited oh, on SNL. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they did thing. reunite on SNL at one point. Well, well then you got to do that um, once, right? You got to yeah, do that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's your legacy, uh, man. I love, I think Keenan's like this revelation. Because like, who else, who else goes great. out of that Nickelodeon stuff and becomes anything, you know? Right. Yeah. And he, you know, there have been interviews with uh, Lauren Michaels where he said that Keenan just in the, in the writer's room, can have everybody rolling on the floor just with just with his delivery of certain yeah. words. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's I think it's just the it way he like says his deadpan, his deadpan look and then his eyes slowly in, yeah. enlarging always. He's that he's dude that feels like not since Farley has someone had that kind of impact. Yeah. Uh, and I'll you know. give you I'll give you another uh sort of culturally significant uh weird little comedy, uh Good Burger. 
You need good a burger. Good awesome. burger. Yeah. Good Burger's great. We should watch Good Burger. Yeah. It's like we a should watch fun throwaway spring movie or something. Um, I would do that. Totally fine with that. Did he was mm-hmm. was he also in that kangaroo movie? Which one? It was like a, an Australian. They're in the oh, they're kangaroo in the Jack. <laughs> kangaroo <laughs> Jack. Jack. I have never seen Kangaroo Jack. Hold on. Oh yeah, no, he, he is. Is it, is it no, called Kangaroo not... Jack? That one? Oh no, that's Anthony Anderson. That you're thinking one. of that's Anthony yeah, Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, that's yeah. Anthony Anderson. Different guy. Yeah. But there but, was but, a, was that the one where they have to drive a kangaroo cross country or something? Or the kangaroo steals something from them and they have to get it back. Yeah, yeah. And that's Anthony Anderson when he was really fat. Yeah, and I have that on mini disc. So whenever you're ready. He's all skinny. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Anderson's all skinny. That had Christopher Walken in it. Yeah, uh, really? Okay. Martin Costas, or however you say his name. I like him. Michael Shannon's in that. Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. Kangaroo Jack, really? Yeah. All Maybe right. we need to, uh, you know. Go, oh, God, uh, yes. I'm ready. I've been prepared for years. I would watch Kingdom. And, uh, and I just want to uh, complain. Y'all slept on Keenan, the, the new TV series. No, I watched three episodes and, <laughs> and said I was yeah, done. It was, uh, yeah, it, it didn't work. Uh, I, I keep seeing it, it on work. people's like best sitcom, best mm-hmm. current running sitcoms list or, mm-hmm. or recent sitcoms list. And I, I, it didn't hit me. It just did not connect with me. Or like, because it, it takes a while to find its groove, like so many. It, Okay. I don't know. Abbott Elementary had me from the word jump. I loved Abbott. I'd like that show. It was you that recommended it. I ended up watching the whole thing after you said it was good, and Kim and I fell in love with that show. I loved it. Scott, I have two words for you on the Keenan TV series that that I I need you to hear. Don Johnson. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. Really? Okay. Wicker shoes. Okay, now you got me interested. Is that thing still going, or did they end it? I, I think they canceled it. But two it's, seasons, two seasons. Isn't done. Yeah. All right, that's unfortunate. Yeah, let me know what you think, and if if I need to go back, I might. But I need a second opinion. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I love you, Randy, but I need two votes on this one. Two votes. <laughs> two votes. Um, he's Commissioner Gordon in a series of Batman audio adventures. Don Johnson How? is no, no, no. Keenan Thompson. Keenan, sorry, Don Johnson. I can see either like one both. of them. Yeah. I like both. You know what? Everybody always blows my mind when they you hear him do a voice thing and go, "Oh, no way, he's great!" Like I can't believe Keanu Reeves is such a good Batman. He's amazing as Batman in that right. animated or in the um. What's the one? I see? What's the one he's <laughs> in? What's the good doubting? Yeah. Oh no, it's the really? new Pets one. I'm gonna need the... a second opinion on that right. one. Too, I think. <laughs> I've one heard to me. I'll I'll check it out for you. It's very good. It's that animated Pets thing, and he's really good as Batman. Oh, the Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, the... no, no, no. The... Oh, the Super Pets. Super one Pets one. Yeah, that's right. With Don John or uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson yeah. as Crypto, and the other guy who did who does it for Harley Quinn. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh. T- Oh geez, he's great. He's in a million things. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, the voice of Batman. It's uh, it's not Will Arnett. No, no. it's uh, shit. He's the super. Yeah. He's the karate guy in the in the Napoleon Dynamite. Can't even his name. Uh, yes, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. He's Dietrich a great Bader. Batman. Very good Batman. Highly yeah. recommend listening to him. I need to go back and finish that show. I loved it, but I need any, to finish it. Pretty much any man that's got a ridiculously serious dark voice. Like, yeah, you, can you get know, away like with it. Will Arnett is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that Batman animated but Lego not thing. Sam. So good. <laughs> not Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. No. All right, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you and I are going to have a big difference. Yeah, this is where we get out. I'm taking you down to. What's the name? Put, put Vicky Vale down, That's and then right. come over here. 
<laughs> Gordon, damn it, Gordon, sometimes I got to do this shit on my own. <laughs> okay, now sometimes you've talked me into it. Sometimes the killer croc gets you. Yeah, sometimes right. you get the killer croc. Uh, you've, you've, you've convinced me that we need to see a Sam Elliott <laughs> Batman. Seriously, I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> Uh, all right, Alfred be his young kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alfred to be his ward. I like that. Right, exactly. His young ward. Um, all right, yeah. let's do the the the, the clips uh, from Yay. this film that we barely talked about in the last ten minutes. Uh, this is uh, all the clips that you can stand for House on Haunted Hill from 1999. We start with this one, which is you know Graves from Airplane. Doctor Richard Benjamin Vanicut, little known today. But likely the most prolific mass murderer of this century. I don't know if you guys have seen him from any of his fifties and early sixties stuff, but that dude was a handsome bastard. Oh, oh he was. Yeah. Well, I, I think just the Mission Impossible stuff was the earliest. Oh, that's true. Stuff. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Wait. This was movie was unafraid of really good-looking men. Uh, Peter Gallagher is gorgeous. Tay Diggs is in this. You know, like yeah, yeah. too uh, good-looking. Like, Tay Diggs yeah. does everything he's in. I'm like, okay, I can't. It's hard for me to take you yeah, seriously, exactly. dude. You're too good looking. You're a good actor too. And Jeffrey Rush kind of breaks the trend. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true, right? He's got character. He's interesting looking. Yeah, if I wouldn't say he's uh, handsome at all. Yeah, he's good looking in a. You want to see potato him because you're. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good looking potato. If you were in the produce, he's a department. very good looking potato. I don't think Peter Graves was in. Oh no, he was in Mission Impossible. Yeah, he was uh, Fel- uh, Phelps, right? Yeah, the main dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was good looking in that. <laughs> that also had uh that had what's his bucket in there um Leonard Nimoy or not uh, sorry Martin Landau is who I'm trying to say anyway oh, really? okay um let's move on to this clip this is uh Jeffrey's voice Evelyn how nice yeah well that is so totally fascinating but I've got to get back to you they're trying to shoot me here it's a weird take you know like he's trying to be yeah. all smarmy American yeah. or whatever I kind of hear the Australian underneath it. I don't know. There's no reason for him not to be Australian in this, really. I mean, I he could be an Australian right. amusement park mogul. No yeah. reason. I agree. Uh, here's Brian Dunaway's love crush in this movie, uh, Chris Kattan, uh, for Hi. his first appearance. Here you go. Hi, stop the car. Get out, please. Stop the car and get out. Stop it. Please stop your car. Stop your car and get out of the car. Please, sir or ma'am, whoever's in the car, get out. <laughs> yeah, get out of the car. I do like, I really like Chris Kattan. Best thing in the yeah. movie for me. I feel like Chris Kattan doesn't, um, he, he got short shrift after SNL, just doesn't yeah. show up in anything really meaningful anymore. And I don't know. Would we of, have liked to see a uh, a Mango movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What were some of his, like, I'm trying to think of his other. Uh, I don't know, dude. That might be Big bad. characters. That might be hard. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's like little Nicky. It's Nicky-er. such a one joke. Yeah. thing but then so he's, were a lot of the snl movies yeah. i i don't just look at a comics like imdb for the whole story like chris Catan has been touring doing stand-up for years and he's good i saw him uh in austin like 15 years ago he's mm-hmm. a good stand-up they hire him for a lot of voice stuff too he's in the that cuphead show which is really good oh yeah yeah um he's in let's see he was in that voltron thing played a pretty funny character in that so he's doing a lot of VO. I don't know. I like him. I'm with I'm with Ibit. Yeah, yeah. Bring back Chris Kattan. For sure. Apparently um, he's recently done a, uh, was he Fauci? I know um, Fauci was usually uh, Kate McKinnon oh. on SNL, but they're showing him as, as uh, SNL 
impersonations. He did a Fauci. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember that. He pulled yeah. a Fauci. Yeah. Let's see. Night of the Roxbury, probably his biggest thing, but I guess he was Carrie in that Strug- that ridiculous <laughs> six thing. His yeah. Carrie Strug impersonation oh for uh, for SNL. That was, I think, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I don't know when the last time you guys saw Night of the Roxbury, but they are young in that. Yeah. Yes. Weird. Okay. I still feel bad that Will Ferrell and Adam McKay had a falling out. It bums me out. Aww. Yeah. Aww. I like when they made movies together. All right, here's your very scary. Uh, it, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> he did elevate the material, I agree. He really did. Sure. Uh, we heard this earlier. Here it is again. Boogeyman bullshit. Boogeyman bullshit. Boogeyman bullshit. Yes. Uh, something about testing. That belongs, that belongs like in a, uh, a house mix song. When the, the music stops for a second, Drop we get it. Yeah. Boogeyman bullshit. Yeah, Boogeyman bullshit. Yep, totally. Let's make one. I wish I had okay. the time or All talent. Right. Million, million dollar idea right there. Here's a testicle reference. I don't think Evelyn said those words to anything with testicles. I didn't quite get that. I think they meant. <laughs> I didn't either. Testicles. So she only says it to women, but not to men, yeah. I guess? Yeah. Just a weird way of saying the same Ambiguously thing. Ambiguously by. It's the story yeah. of that relationship. Oh. Mm. Uh, what's this? I don't know what this is. I want it. So you give it now. Oh, I want it and give it now. <laughs> I did like that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, what's, oh, just taking a leak. Just taking a leak. Yeah, just taking a leak. Just Take taking a, a pee. Ambiguously taking a pee. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, did it work? Did it work? <laughs> I love that because of the ha ha. <laughs> Listen to that again. Did it work? <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Uh, then he grabbed her butt. For a second, I actually thought that you were a decent guy. Yeah, well, don't worry. Later, you'll survive together and then be in love. It'll be fine. That's awesome. Yeah. You'll be on, you'll be on the outside going, <laughs> how do we get down from here? Yep. Oh, shit. No, seriously. How do we get down from here? This I wrote here what? that I wrote that this clip is a lie. Let's see how lie, lying it is. Someone or something just tried to drown me in a tank of blood the size of a Buick. That wasn't as big as a Buick. No, well, but what a reference. Who, no, who but it sure made me think now. of Augustus Gloop. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> True story. Yeah, dude. I want to see her go up a pipe on the other end or right. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, something. Oh, this is another Catan moment. Thanks to you, ass. Thanks to you, ass. <laughs> ass. He, he is great. I wonder if he's been on uh, Fly on the Wall. I bet he'd be hilarious. Oh, he'd be good on there if they let him talk. Yeah. You know? I wonder if he can do a Lorne Michaels impersonation. You know what I've learned, though? I went, I, w- I kind of went on a bit of a binge and went and found as many comedians that I liked who are all doing podcasts, which basically is 100% of them um, these days. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I went digging around, and they all kind of have this problem. They all love the sound of their own voice. They really don't like to let other people talk. Yeah. Oh, I got a, uh, an exception for you. Give it. Uh, the Dork Forest. Listen to that podcast. Who is it? Who the host? Her name is... Not she's not Lori Kilmartin. She's the uh Lori Kilmartin's partner. Oh my gosh. Uh Dork Forest Help I me. Jackie Kashane. <laughs> Jackie Cation. Cation. And and she's uh she's amazing. Like she's an amazing stand-up, but this podcast is her interviewing other people basically mm. about their obsession. Okay. And, Interesting. Uh, yeah, she's she's very very funny. So, yeah. uh, she she and Lori Kilmartin Welcome have a show called. Did though somebody did show up the other night at a Brian Regan show? And is that her? Is that her voice? Yep, that's okay. her voice. All right. Well, pr- free promotion you, for that person. You would you would love the Dork Forest, Scott. I'm sure. I'll check it um, out. 
you wouldn't hate her show with Lori Kilmartin, which is called the Jackie and Lori show. That podcast is 100% the sounds of their voices. They just riff off each other. Yeah. And I don't mind if it's all it is, but the problem with the Dana Carvey, uh, David Spade one is they have guests on every week and they're really interesting guests, but they just don't let them breathe. It just drives me crazy. Yeah. Because Brian's right. Like when you, when you told me like, um, oh, who was it? The Beavis and Butthead guy. Um, yes, Judge. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go hear this. I've been watching this new Beavis and Butthead. I'm loving it. Dunaway's into it. We're all talking about it all the time. And mm-hmm. he barely let him say anything. It drove yeah. me crazy. Aww, but, you know, he's he is a little bit more reserved and shy. But then you get somebody like, um, uh, like Laura Keitlinger or... Um, Daryl Hammond, who's like, oh, very gregarious. You know, they're going to do a lot of talking. No, these guys, <laughs> David Spade and Danny Carvey still talk over them. No, and then just... it turns into, oh, yeah. Then there was this one time that I did a pilot for uh, uh, another NBC show and stuff. And, uh, you know, yeah. they started going off on these other stories instead of letting the, the, the guests do any talking. Yeah. By the way, I just realized that your David Spade is a lot like your... Um... Michael J. Fox? No, your your same sex Mary James is what it is. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, hey. no. My James is a lot higher and it goes a lot of different places, you know. Uh, you know, oh uh, yeah. Once again, I just want to say this out loud. <laughs> if people don't know who James is, James and Svet, famous for their great music and their community involvement in the Frog Pants community, all that stuff. If you don't know James, then you don't know how good that impression is. It is so good. <laughs> It's dead perfect. And I By hate way, that he's not more well-known because you'd be famous for your impression of him. It's so good. <laughs> By the way, Catan did uh, Anthony Fauci back in 2001 on oh. SNL before we even knew who Anthony Fauci was. <laughs> well, he was back in the day doing all the AIDS stuff. and He was, exactly. Been around forever, yeah. I guess. All right. But, uh, Mr. Peepers was the thing I was trying to remember. What, Mr. Peepers, I forgot the, Mr. Peepers. That's the that's the SNL movie that should have been made. Was oh Mr. my Peepers god, movie. that would be like a one joke thing that I would love to see. <laughs> right, That'd be good. Yeah. Now this one's called "Have Doubts." I don't know what this is. I'll play it. But they didn't see it happen. They still have their doubts. They're confused. I like that. She's great. <laughs> Famke Jansen, she you, she's awesome. She's great, dude. She is awesome. Yeah. yeah. She had a little too much work done lately. And I'm not gonna I'm not shaming really? your your plastic surgeon, but I'm gonna just say that guy got a little excited with the eyes. That's all. Okay. Ooh, eyes. I love eyes. I Ooh. mean, you know, I'm just saying maybe you get a discount next time from that guy. Whatever. They all get the, they all get it done. I'm not complaining about her. Yeah. It's her doctor yeah. sucks. Uh, and it's always like the same look too. I don't. I've never understood. That I don't get it at surgery. all. Maybe that's all they can like, do. You ever thought? Uh, you know, I, was I, thinking about I thought that. about that too. I'm like, maybe that's all they can do. Maybe that's just the one go to move they have. Yep. It's like, okay, we can do this, this, and this. You want one and two and three? Yeah. All right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Got it. <laughs> we only have one. You, okay. So eyes. Yeah. We only have the one choice under <laughs> eyes. But uh, if you want lips. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, here's a poor oh this is what they call us today everyone that knows the four of us they call us this you poor clueless old geek yeah poor clueless oh, yeah, old geek that's, yeah. that's awesome well, it sounds like Winona Ryder there that's kind of odd yeah uh, this is Brian's let me make sure I have this right I don't want to do I don't want to intro this wrong let me make I'm going to preview it I really need to show okay. those prom date photos <laughs> <laughs> so Brian was like man this girl I have on prom at prom is too weird um, I'm leaving I'm getting out of here and she said this to you. You have to stay for my show. <laughs> did you stay for well, her show? Okay, so what you know, you do? prom date did take place at a strip club. Uh, <laughs> and by prom date, I I really just 
sat at her uh, stage. <laughs> oh, uh, good. I wow, did bring that... her a corsage. Yeah, uh, look, you were trying to be different. You want to be like all the other kids. I get it. Yeah, and then when she didn't wear the corsage, I tried to get up and leave, and that's when she said that to me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she's, yeah. Um, you know, she was ahead of her time. <laughs> Finally, Jeffrey Combs, in his very limited voice parts, uh, said this at the end. It's time to take your rightful place with the others. I love him. Hmm. Better too. He's yeah. so great. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, on that note, that's all we. That's all she wrote on that note. So let's do Back. this. The film sack checklist goes like this: sexual harassment played is funny. Check. Mm. The man who Hilarious. taught huh, what? What'd you say? Hilarious. Oh. <laughs> that's what they are. Hilarious. That's what the, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. A, a yeah. man who taught the king how to speak is married to Jean Grey while Sonya Blade films everything. Check. Mm-hmm. And finally, Tay Diggs is too handsome for any of this. Check. Yes. <laughs> Let's get to these uh, Star Trek connections. I know of two, but Randy, what do, what do yeah, we? Yeah, we're just going to talk about those two. Um, so first is uh, Fomka Jansen, way, way back when in Star Trek: The Next Generation, she was the uh, sex doll gift. Oh, yeah, the hormones, the hormone lady, the all the every even Worf got all like worked up about her. Yeah. Talk about a trope, man! That was oof, oh, that's hard to watch. Well, now. it was a pheromone thing, watch. right? The whole idea was a scientific like um, it, the science of it was she put off her her race is bred to be this you hatch out of the egg or whatever and then you immediately just pheromone everyone to to their knees and right. she imprints on Riker like like the thing is he's not supposed to be the one who who first encounters her when she blooms and he it's she just, just like, counted his horniness trying mm-hmm. so hard to describe it in a way that's not ick all the way but it's an ick episode like it's it's one of the ones that like you could just drop from tng altogether i thought picard is the one she She didn't imprint on picard i thought she did i don't remember Mm. wasn't that the deal Mm. because she's i am for you oric of old or whatever she'd say and he'd he'd be like oh we can't have this number one get in here you know like he was i think it was all on i think it was all on picard i don't remember but i remember warf what what was the what was the by the way just i just i'm just curious what what was the ick part of about the the pheromone she's like, a, she's like a sentient humanoid who is designed to be a, someone one person's sex partner she's like a gift that's right. being given to this old man and the cast of the enterprise accidentally get in the way yeah right right and she's, like, but she's, she's, the idea is she's got zero say in this it's just who who gets who gets the most pheromonal reaction and then 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 her and then she the way the alien stuff works is she's like locks in on that person and so you okay. don't want to have her around anybody else the ick is like like well i, I don't know if it's ick because i still think it's an right, interesting right, right. thing to explore for star trek mm-hmm. i just think yeah. that the idea that there is a hey we we grow a woman in an egg who who's now your sex partner here's here's right. our gift that's just right. weird I, I guess I was kind of wondering, like, you know, any of this, this, you know, Star Trek is known for tackling social issues all the way back from the beginning. I was curious if sure. it was like if it was handled poorly. Is that the problem or just, just the like subject? The, this the right, subject the, itself is the, it. No, the point was ignored. Like, yes, you mm-hmm. could have made this about sex trafficking. It mm-hmm. could have been a really right. interesting. Well, they did. They did in a way because by the end she was you could tell she was still imprinted on Picard. But she had to go do her thing, and that was like, this isn't good. Like, 
right. this is bad because now she We're, does know that there's a choice and she does have one, but she's still going to just do her duty. And that's gnarly. Like it, it kind of had a moment. It had a point. If there's anyone out there who has watched this recently and we're describing right. it really, really badly, please just <laughs> let it go. It's okay. It's, yeah. it was, it was 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, our, our main connection here is Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs must live on Paramount lot. And like all he does is get dragged into every Star Trek, uh, right. you know, everything, like not just the TV shows, but like the, the uh, video games. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll name a couple. Um, he was in Star Trek Voyager. He was in Enterprise. He was in Star Trek Online. He was in Star Trek Elite Force 2. Recently, he's been doing a voice on Star Trek Lower Decks. And oh. that doesn't even begin to talk about how on Deep Space Nine, Jeffrey Combs played four different characters. Yep. All memorable and great. All yeah. great characters. Often yeah. villains, mostly villains, but right. The hmm. two the two most notable ones uh there are Wei Yoon, who from the uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and he played he played the Ferengi Brunt, the uh oh, I didn't know that. The, yeah, he was he was uh, at first a heavy in Quark's life, and then uh, the, oh, wow. the turns okay. got tabled at some point, and uh, he was a much more compassionate character as Brunt. Um, Jeffrey Combs is just amazing. He's a oh, I love Jeffrey He is Combs. great. He was the best thing about Enterprise before it ended. He played the yeah. – who, who yeah. the blue guys with the antennas? Oh, I love yeah. that. Andorian. Yeah. Andorian. His, name was, his name was Shran. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of his that. best characters. Yeah, by far. It was the reason I wanted the show to go on, to be honest. I was like, that relationship yeah. is more interesting than anything else they're doing here. So keep yeah. that going. And they were like, nope, canceled. Sorry. Bye. Anyway. Uh, well, well done. There's your connections. Let's get to the soundtrack yeah. grade. I'd given an S-A-I-E-W for same as it ever was for this sort of movie. <laughs> they're all kind of like this. So, um, uh, Don Adams? Yeah? No. Who was the... Who was the composer? The Don score? Adams. Uh, no, <laughs> not um, Agent uh, Agent eighty six. <laughs> Don Davis. You were talking by that much. Okay. Don Davis. No, Don Davis is the guy from SG One, the actor who's played the Colonel. What is, is it really Don Davis? <laughs> yes, yes, Davis. This is Don Davis, the the composer. Okay, not yeah. Don Davis, and, the actor uh, who died. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know. Uh. Like this was his peak, right? This is when he was composing music for Jurassic Park movies and Matrix movies. And it was all right. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was all right. It's okay. I mean again, it's just kind of that era. It never though, it never right? got in the way. No. So I, I like that. But it was yeah. like Thirteen Ghosts or the Ghost Ship or any of that. That's what how it felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we watched both of those, right? Do we watch Thirteen Ghosts? We definitely watched. We Ghost did Ship. watch that because I had uh, b- oh, the, the broken nose. Wow, brother in it. Um, <laughs> Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah I think his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, well done. Let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in two hundred and eighty characters or less. And this week we begin with Randy. House on Haunted Hill. Grab your Sony Mavica. I'm sorry. Your sharp internet view cam <laughs> and yeah. put on your best oversized suit jacket that you wear over a dress shirt that's open at the top with no tie and get ready to be scared by, I don't know, stained glass or something. Look, mm. just watch the movie or don't. I don't care. I'm Chris Catan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hashtag? How do you spell it? It was a hashtag. You got to click, yeah. click it to it find out what's going on. I did actually spell that out. It was fun, kind of fun. You got to see what's trending. Uh, let's now go with Brian Dunaway. Mouse on Haunted Hill, a film for the criminally insane in Chris Catan. You know, real spook house boogeyman bullshit. Hashtag not a house, not a hill. Nice. Well done. <laughs> now, Marilyn Manson, a.k.a. Brian Ibbett. 
Yeah, we really focused on one one particular part of this. The house on Haunted Hill. What is ghost? Baby, yeah. don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Give me my check. <laughs> I love it. Staying in character. I like your well, Brian's often brings the music. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty great. All right. He's on brand. Well it's my it's my my wheelhouse. That's all well well and good, but uh how about our alternate titles? These are just handed to me. This card right here, and this is what Whoa. it says. Uh, the first one was, we need more booze, the Chris Kattan story. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really tell the story. So they then they went with haunted house on the hill with the house that's haunted, but also not really a house, but it will do. <laughs> that was too long, too. So they decided on this short title. Okay, uh, so I, yeah. I would just want to say I'm amazed. I wrote this tweet yesterday, and I thought as I wrote it, you know what? I'll bet you by the time we get to the Twitter posts, we will have talked about the sharp internet view camp too much. And I'm not going to be, it's not going to be funny to mention it. And we didn't actually mention it. No one brought up this woman walking around with this terrible, terrible, you don't understand Man, if you were a a youngster, you do not understand how bad this technology was. It it wasn't good. It's your aunt's uh, uh, GoPro for then, for that time. That's as good as you're going to get. Sorry. Oh gosh. Imagine if the GoPro kicked out a video where the resolution was one one thousandth yeah. of the resolution literally like 120 video. by 240 or something in those days yeah, yeah. unbelievably it bad. it's like a postage stamp it's terrible anyway. i still have some i still have so i had a sony mavica and i have some videos around here somewhere uh like in hawaii where i'm carting this thing around and trying to like take a video of a waterfall and it's it's unwatchable yeah. it's yeah. so bad it's really bad we all think that all our you know grandparents and their super eights how hilarious that is that they had this reel to reel film and all that. That stuff looks better and scales better oh, than the shit we had. My uncle had a 16 millimeter camera and it was amazing. Yeah, like, those yeah are 16 great. mil is good. Yeah, the, man. the video he still has is, I mean, it's watchable, you know? I got some Super 8s I need to transfer to digital and I don't want to. It's a big box. I don't want to do it. Anyway. <laughs> it's a big, I don't want to. Uh, it's like, it's, it's such a hassle. I do that for a. For a, a, a grandmother's funeral, and it's like oh. so much work. It's a slog, man. So I think yes. I'm going to have them. I'm going to pay for it to be done or something. I don't know. There's no porn in there, so it's fine. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> that I know you of. Know that of. I know of. Um, all right. Let's get to the uh, the emails here for the week. Oh, no, I didn't get to. No, we did do Brian's. Sorry. For a second, yeah, I thought yeah. I skipped you, and I didn't want to do that. Uh, all right. Emails. Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address to use. We got one from Ian Clark in New Hampshire. Who Ooh, says this? Hey, Sackers, I enjoyed your review of Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and your idea about Jordan Peele directed Nightmare on Elm Street with Lawrence Fishburne as Freddy. I am often on the same brain wavelength as you guys. Okay, usually it's just done away, says in parentheses. Um, and thought <laughs> for you. sure one of you was going to make you. the joke that popped into my head. And here's what his joke would have been. I would only want Lawrence Fishburne to play Freddy if he agreed to be billed in the credits as Lawrence Larry. Faceburn. No, that's a great. I thought it was Larry. That's pretty good. Thanks for all that you guys do to entertain us. As always, uh, when I write in, I uh, I will once again beg for you guys to do Hawk the Slayer. Be well, Ian Clark. Oh, we haven't watched Hawk the Slayer yet. (laughs) Nope. No, but we watched the the trailer for that thing, and it just looks so perfect. We gotta do it. We gotta get to it. You know what, Ian Clark? I'm gonna promise this right now. Sometime between now and 2023's end. We, we we need like a it. we do Spooktober or uh, what do we call it Sacktober. Uh, so I think we need to do like I I feel like we <laughs> we, we gloss over we gloss over fantasies too much like that yeah. whole era. Yeah. I, I feel like we need like a 
a nice little fantasy. A month, a month of uh, just nothing but fantasy. How about fantasy? Yeah. Fe- how about fantasy, fantasy February? Month. February fantasy. Ooh, fantasy. Oh, February fantasy. Yeah, fantasbuary. Oh, I like it. Fantbuary. We will work on it. We got time. Everyone, we all drink Fanta and watch movies. Not a bad. Anyway, we'll talk more about it. We got another one here from Eric Schwabauer. Schwaber. Which is funny when you hear something else I say in a minute. Anyway, dear Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Dear Scott, Randy, Brian, and National Treasure, Brian. Hmm. Oh, which one? You guys fight no, over who you think he's talking about. It's okay. definitely you. Definitely. I'm, I'm definitely, def- no, I'm giving it to you. No, no. Uh, definitely you. I'm no, the no. present, I'm the present uh, chipmunk. No, no. You. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you guys have ruined my ability to walk away from a bad film. I have to watch it with y'all's commentary running through my head. It happens uh, with good films, too, and I'm irrevocably damned to carry the knowledge you've imparted on me about oh. filmmaking slash presentation and criticism of the product. Thank you, I guess, he puts in a mix of uh, lowercase and uppercase <laughs> letters. He then goes on to say, also, thank you. You guys are my favorite podcast ever for many, many years now. Uh, can you sack Munchie? Says a perfect yes. piece of shit for sacking. One, <laughs> one, yes. jo- one joke in part. Uh, sorry. One joke in it is part of our collective lexicon. If you don't sack it, uh, I'll give you a demerit, whatever those are. <laughs> He then says, <laughs> "Munchies, not the, the no, 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 Gremlins no. ripoff, but the one just called Munchie Munchy with a little Munchy. puppet, i.e., yeah. Uh, yeah, for like with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I've seen this. Is it it's, good? Uh, is, it, is it stupid? Is it good? This? Of course not. Have you seen it? It's just, you know, it's of course not. It's oh just fantastic. God. It's what Lonnie Anderson, yeah." Uh, was this straight to? I, I'm, just, I'm not sure. I saw it on videotape. I'm not sure it was straight to video or not. But um, th- this was this was a whole. Uh, era of of films like these. Wow. I have zero memory. Louise, Artie Johnson, and yeah. uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt back when she was just going by Love Hewitt. Love Hewitt, yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, when she went by the first name Love? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that already. <laughs> that's that's three hours worth of yeah. uh, material. Right there, I don't right? like that. But I will, I'd be happy to watch Munchie. So if we get it on the list, we find it streaming, we'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Eric. Got it. This is like uh, Munchie and uh, what was the other, some of the other crappy ones about that time? I'm trying to remember. It was a whole bunch of them. Well, oh, said, yeah. Little uh, Miss Millions. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's bad. Um, he it's says at the end of this email, I, he says, I really want to hear Scott try to pronounce my name. I'll do it again. Eric Schwabauer. Schwabauer. S C H W A. Bauer. It's got to be right. Bauer. It's got to be right. Bauer. Bauer. Yeah, yeah. Bauer. All right. Let's move on. Oh, a couple. Oh, I forgot I had these right here. Look at this right here. We got some text. Uh, these uh, texts came to us during the week at 801-471-0462. They're piling up. So if you don't hear us right away, it doesn't mean we're not getting them. Just can't do them all in one day. But uh, keep those coming. 801-471-0462. There's one from Bazit. Uh, sorry, Banana Zit. Oh, no, that's a big zit. Yeah. I was thinking of a zit on a banana. Oh, oh even worse. I'll don't go. eat that banana. Mm. That's gross. Also, you could call his name could be Potassium Pimple. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Film Sack, my question would be how hard of an R rating are you willing to sack? Are you open to sacking an unrated film? Oh, oh, sure. Uh, probably. I'd want it to be more than just. Haven't we? We've done some NC-17s at least, haven't we? Have we? Species? Didn't we watch the unrated version of Species? I don't think so. Did we watch the the uh, Bruce Willis? in a pool color of night thing. Nope. For film set. Never saw that. 
thought that was an NC-17. I want to turn um, it on the other It is, but listeners. we didn't see uh, it. Someone, someone tell us what was the most nudity that we've seen in a film sack movie. <laughs> uh, oh. Did we do Revenge of the Nerds? Yes, yes. we did. Oh. Yes, we did. That was 2010. Have we done Porky's? Uh, no. <laughs> did we do Showgirls? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we talked about doing We talked about doing No, it. Showgirls right. would probably take the cake, and that was NC-17, yeah. right? Uh, Point yeah. Blank was NC-17. Didn't we watch Point Blank? Blank? Nope. No, no, um, I'm looking at a quick sack as we do this. Um, clerks was NC 17, but I know we didn't do that. We one. didn't do clerks. Uh, hold on. Oh, casino hey, was hell, NC 17. Why the hell does it have clerks to rated NC 17? Yeah, let's say, does it have to be nudity? Because it isn't like doesn't have to be nudity. No, because there's no nudity in clerks. No, I think it's just drug use, drugs, right? and swearing and whatever, and just you know stuff they say. I guess. Uh, yeah, we've never done one. I can't find one. I can't think of anything. I'm not saying we wouldn't either. I'm saying it would for me, it would need to be more than just sex. Like if if it's just a porn, basically, that's just slightly (laughs) plotty. Would you guys watch porn? (laughs) (laughs) Would you watch porn with me is what I'm asking. Yes. Um, I need to need to have something meatier to it. But also, I think that probably showgirls would fit that. Yeah. Right. Showgirls would, would definitely yeah. fit because it was so ah, heavy metal anticipated that was, and oh, that could be the most was, nudity. That no, was but, pretty. That had a lot I mean, of nudity, but it wasn't. It's oh, animated you're just, nudity. You're though, just talking about what had nudity. nudity. Yeah, that that yeah. probably is a good example. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But would we do something harder? Or if yeah, if it made sense for the show, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. What's the word? I, I don't want to see it just because it's that. I want to see right, it because right. it's significant. Other than that. So right. yeah. Just make a suggestion. Let us know what you think. There, uh, there, Ben Bananas. It. Ugh. Um, and then finally, <laughs> we got an anonymous one from someone that says, "What Tar- is Target?" Was NC seventeen? No, John Claude Van Damme. That's not NC seventeen. That's NC seventeen. No. Hey, hold they on. To, uh... That cannot be right. I saw this in theaters, and they. There's no way. Uh, Let me pull up because right now I'm on the Google page, and no, this is it... R. It just says R. Right? Why does it say NC seventeen on? Because uh, Google's wrong. Because Google does it. Maybe, though. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm looking at the back of the box art, and it's it's R. Oh, I need to be over uh, ten years since we saw Hard Target. I just hard, can't get over that. Hard Target rocks. Wow. Weird. Why that. is that? Yeah. Why is that listed as NC seventeen on? Like I just did a Google NC seventeen movies, and Hard Target was one that came up. So oh, I don't know. That's really because yeah, the IMDb page definitely says. Are. Did they have a cut or something that was maybe uh, maybe there was an NC seventeen cut? I love that. I remember remember when we sacked barbed wire and we were expecting it to be NC seventeen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are too old though. Actually, I didn't think oh. Hard Target was before that rating That's happened. Exactly right. By the way, Hard Target alternate version. There was one that was uh, rated NC seventeen, one hundred twenty eight minute. We now, also now I want to know. Also, we one hundred percent expected Wet Hot American Summer to be NC seventeen. And did, it wasn't yeah. at did, all. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know. Did we watch that? Oh, yeah, we did because I complained about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we got so much feedback from <laughs> listeners about our oh, you call it feedback? derision okay. of, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting word for what we okay. got. Hate mail. Right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like you being diplomatic about the name. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong feedback. with that. Hey, we got some, we got some feedback, feedback on that episode. Criticism. Uh, yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, you know, just some yeah. open thinking came over the wire. <laughs> Here's the final text from anonymous listener who says, what is the movie you've most surprised or that you're most surprised you haven't sacked yet? 
Oh deek, God, deek. we these come up every. We keep, yeah, hold on, we keep we keep a whole episode, list of right? things. Like, yeah, we haven't been able to get to Halloween. Yeah. There's there's one. That's one for oh, sure yeah. right oh, now. Great. And Brian yeah. just saw. It. I, I I just I, watched I, it. So if we're gonna do it, let's do it right away. <laughs> right, right. I was, gonna, I was gonna much, actually much ask later. you since you're doing it for a right. guest spot on another podcast, and, and I I don't know if this is spoilery, but do you want to say if you liked it? Did you like Halloween? Oh, I did like it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I did. I um. The film, the film yeah. that I have searched up the most that answers this question mm. is The Postman. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's that a really good me. one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we talk about this stuff like very much. Like I just, I'm sitting back here every couple of weeks. I go searching to see if any movie that we want are now streaming, and uh, that that's a. Like at I've, least two of us were surprised that we hadn't done The Exorcist yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I'm putting it on our. Actually, I'm guys. surprised we haven't. I just knew we hadn't. How, how about um, uh, any of the Star Wars outside of our immediate live reaction yeah, 2015 thing? Or, uh, yeah. or 2017, I guess. So we haven't done any prequels. We haven't done New Hope or any of the old stuff. Maybe we feel like that's hard. <laughs> I, I do like that Crossroads, the uh, Britney Spears Crossroads, is still on our our <laughs> list. It's right there. <laughs> the list. Right there between yeah. Cradle to the Grave and Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're gonna make like a horror movie. Kind of, called, it's like some kind of threat. It's yes, like you don't find some better movies. Exactly. I'm gonna I'll call you, it right? the the haunting of the film sack list, and it's it's Britney right. Spears movies. <laughs> um, That's right. Not not a very important or big movie, but the Sylvester Stallone movie Driven is something I search up regularly. Oh, not but not Cobra. Not I wait, we did Cobra, Cobra, didn't we? I think we did, did we watch Cobra. Cobra? Did we, we did Cobra. Do Cobra? Did we do Cobra? We didn't do Cobra. No, we didn't do Cobra. Oh, really? We didn't do Cobra. Okay, Cobra's my answer. Put that right up on Cobra to the list, baby. Crossroads. Yeah, Cobra. Cobra's my new my new pick. I love that movie, and we should watch it. Why don't we? Why don't we? Indeed. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the text, everybody. Again, those are eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. You can email us filmsack at gmail dot com. So uh, talk about a couple of new patrons this week. We got two brand new folks joining us at patreon.com slash film These guys are going to never have a commercial to listen to. They're going to have pre-show content every single week. They're going to have monthly special episodes. I got a new one coming up here soon, that I think you're all going to like a lot. Randy's recent one was amazing. The other Brian's yeah. did amazing stuff too. I'm really enjoying these. So if you want to hear those, you not only get those new ones, you'll get the past stuff as well. If you join up and uh, movie related art print for me every ma- every month in the mail, original art, Ooh. other great benefits that are hard to list here. So go read about them at patreon.com slash film sack and become like Dan Wise, Wise Korek, W-I-E-C-Z-O-R-E-K. That's a hard name. Oh, like Wizerick. Wizerick. The greatest benefit of being a patron supporter here in Scott. Yeah, try to pronounce it really just the most. He's not wrong. Yeah, and most of you, if not all of you, most of you for sure have received your film sack magnets. I love it. So thank you so much for making these. I love this. I'm holding one in my hand. We can't show it on the air, on the audio, but it's such cool. Little thing, Randy, Brian. I know. I need, I need to get yours out to you, Brian. Yes. But don't, don't ship it just yet because I need something else printed. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. You do, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were okay. going to say we're moving or something, but no, you want something. No, else. no, no. I want something else printed. Well, anyway, they're awesome. They're fridge magnets, and these go to the top tier uh, people, people in our luxury seats, as we call it on Patreon. So mm-hmm. go check that out. Um, yeah. Become like Dan Wazorek and Bad Buddha is our other new joiner this week. Uh, thank you both for being a part of it. And if you think this sounds interesting at all and would like to support your favorite show, patreon.com slash film is the place. Our next movie is going to be, I don't know, True Lies. We're going oh, to watch True Lies. Right. We haven't seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in a while. Hey, Brian, that'll be fun because you'll go from uh, 
yeah. go from Halloween, Halloween to, right to that. You'll get to see the different phases of uh, uh, Jamie, Lee, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. She won't. No John Travolta thrusting his junk at you, but you know she 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 aged Bridget, like fine wine. Ah. Brigitte Wilson Sampras, who I thought was the daughter in True Lies, if you would have asked me uh, <laughs> before <laughs> before we figured out his last action hero, I said, "Oh yeah, wasn't she the daughter in True Lies?" Yeah. Going uh going down our James Cameron list after we watched True Lies, the only thing left for us to sack is Titanic. Oh my lord! Oh wow! Wait, is no. that true? Jeez. We haven't done Avatar. Have we done mean, Avatar? Do, do, would we? Yeah. Should we? Yeah. Oh, sure. I think that's very Oh, simple. my. Yes. Avatar is a great 3D film. I like Avatar. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, wholesale, I wholesale appreciate Avatar for all of the things that it is, and I, I don't know why. Since you've watched it? Uh, three, four years. I haven't been that long. Okay. All right. I still like it. And it's in theaters again. It made a ton of money to be back in theaters. The sequels are getting ready to come out. Like I, actually, yeah. I mean, Avatar is yeah. what? The Second highest grossing film still behind Avengers Endgame, which just barely right. took it it's, over. But it's one ago. of those movies. It's one of those movies where you saw it, you liked it, and then years and years later, everybody told you, no, you're supposed to hate it. And you're like, uh. No. Yeah, okay. exactly. For, yeah. I don't know why people tell me, me to hate it. I don't get that. They do. I don't think anybody hate Do people hate it? Oh, I yeah. mean, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Really. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they hate it for the right reasons. They hate it because yeah. they don't like big popular things. And we were talking about this pre-show, right. how I like to wait on things. But when it comes to like the quality of a thing, I don't think its popularity should besmirch its its goodness. You know, if it's right. popular, fine. If it's not popular, fine. If it's good, it's good either way. I think it's good. It's good. I, mean, I, don't, good. I don't like it's unobtainium good. either. Even though unobtainium, you can actually explain why they use it. It's not just a joke in the movie or a, or a cop out. There's people use that term all the time for metal they don't have a name for yet. So. Whatever. I'm I'm here to defend that movie. Okay? All right. I'm I gonna just, paint uh, myself blue here. and I'm gonna do okay, it. Okay, so damn. Titanic right. and Avatar <laughs> are are never streaming. And so uh you know we have aliens and we have um, and Avatar on point Disney. Break. We have point break. I thought we'll Amazon had or I thought we'll uh, always Dis- have point break. I thought Disney Plus had Avatar. No? Okay. Really? I thought I had they Avatar. should because they mean, have they've got it, they've got it for four dollars. You want to spend four dollars? I mean, they have it. They're not giving it away though, buddy. I'm surprised because they, you know, they they now own it. That's their thing. It's currently not. You're right. Not, but see, this makes sense because it's back in theaters, making extra money. So why oh, would it be sure. streaming? Yeah. So anyway, it did well for for a rerun. I don't know. Whatever. I At think waiting point. this long between uh, between sequels. Their only hope is to make it so people forgot the uh, that stupid font they use, Brian, that we always talk about. Yeah. Papyrus. Yeah, papyrus, yeah. yeah. They were just like, no one will remember if we take a really long time and then have a new font for the new movies. <laughs> I hate I that have, font. So, I've occasionally wondered if we were to sack Titanic because it's over three hours long. What if we cut it in half and did two episodes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is it really almost three hours? It's oh, over, God, yeah. almost over three, three, over three hours. hours. Oh, geez, oh, maybe God, that's a bad it's, idea. It's a slog in parts too, boy. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, now I'm now I'm <laughs> questioning my desire. See it again, <laughs> just because yeah. of length. But I really like well, what's think- his name in there? The scar and the the uh, uh, I can't use his name. The actor I like. Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. Just, uh, I feel tr- like your your rule, like Scott stated this rule like years ago, that over two and a half hours we need to think long and hard before we sack something. Yeah. I think it's real good because it kind of rules out some things that we wouldn't have a good time with anyway i agree i think that's a fair point mm-hmm. um okay well that's all that's all she wrote next week true lies 1994's how do i know that because i'm weird with movie years 
but I know it. Good with movie years. Yeah, it's very strange. I associate it with the year my first daughter was born, which was 1994. And for whatever reason, True Lies sticks out every time I bring that up. Anyway, that's next week. True Lies. Uh, in the meantime, filmsack.com. As I mentioned, patreon.com slash filmsack. Filmsack at gmail.com is our email address. And if you'd like to send us a, a tweet in the new Musk regime, you can do that at filmsack. <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, we'll never be censored there. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, that'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Get off me, you poovert. Well, poovert. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Listen to that part of the show. Search, go back and listen. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Did it work? (laughs) (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.